Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Chud Podcast. You know, a lot of guys do podcasts now. It's pretty popular. It's a, it's a popular format. Yeah, everybody's doing one. I'm seeing a lot of people doing them. Yeah, no, it's... They put it's, a lot of pride into them. They, they make a big deal about them. <laughs> so what, is it, what, are you, what are you trying to suggest? I've, I've tried to listen to a few recently, like from amateur film critics. Ugh. Yeah, that good? Not professional like me. Not as good as not as good as this one. Oh, not as I mean. Trying to measure them. Yeah. Against. Oh yeah. This one. Have you picked the recent ones to measure them against? The well, I mean, they are they're somewhat recent. There's some good ones in there. Spotty. Great. Yeah. It's not about it's not about coming out. You know. We we release our podcasts only on Spotify. Yeah. Like I said, I would love to do it more often, but scheduling scheduling has been has been tough. It's been tough for you as well, not just me. I've been pretty, I've been pretty good. I said I suggested we do one last night. What happened? You said you skipped bail. Well, I knew we, we were. You gave me a choice yesterday yeah, or today. You picked, you picked the latter. Yeah, as usual. Yeah, I picked the shoot. But here we are, and we've we've actually done some uh, some very good. I pre- picked the shoot preparation for this. Saw a movie. Saw some TV. We did. We yeah. have we have some things that we may want to talk about. Um, we read a book. Um, yeah, well, you read a book. Your daughter read a book. That's so, right. So uh, we're back, folks, and uh, I think it's getting to the point where we could probably name all of our our listeners on one hand. We don't need one hand. Yeah, probably not. Which is fine. Half hand. Old half hand. We've been doing it for like ten years. <laughs> We did it. Our mission at the beginning was how do we get a small audience that we can just whittle away, yeah, yeah. chip away at. You know, yeah. I was looking. Stuff. I was reading the reviews on iTunes. Um, that's a sad. That's a sad exercise. They're they're mostly positive. You guys are great. The few of you are great. Yes. And you're vocal, and you get what we're unintentionally trying to do. Well, we could have like if we had like done this um, maybe once a week, once every two weeks, we probably could have built up more of a. More of an audience. Podcasts have audiences. We've been doing it for ten years, so. Um, but we also don't have much structure. We should have. We should have a format. I don't think so. I think that's. Let's I do think, a format. I think part of the fun is that we don't have Let's a format. Bring a format into it. Once you it once game. you introduce structure, you lose me. That's that's a problem I have in life. You'll come back. You introduce structure, and I'm shit. <laughs> this should be me. Yeah, oh. I would see. I you know I recorded. I actually recorded a few a solo one. If a few tries. Why didn't you? It didn't work. Because I, I, it's just it's me talking. That's not bad. I'm better. I'm better at reacting. And, and That's I, not true. You're a good host. I think uh, one I'm of the not, best. <laughs> not as good as uh, uh, Sayors Ronan. No, you're not. Is that how do you say her name? I don't even fucking care. Seahorse Rohan. Yeah, riding the riding the horse. They, they wanted her, by the way, in the new event. Whedon wanted her to play Scarlet Witch. Turned, she would have been down. better than uh, Olsen. Down. She would have been better. How do you know? You didn't see the movie yet. Olsen, I, she's, she looks like the thing on the wing in Twilight Zone, a little bit. You think so? She looks she's a little so bit beautiful. like... She's, she's kind of cute Good from actress. some angles. From some angles. And then from other angles, she looks like one of the Close Encounters things. At Dreyfus? The yeah, and the little guys with the, with the big heads. Dreyfus's kids in that? It's kind of got like a, a weird 3D face. Got a, a, an odd 3D face. Okay. Well, but speaking of podcasts, you know, I listen to a few. I, I'm a big Bill Burr guy. I you listen. Like, I, listen like Burr. I listen to more. I listen to WTF. I listen to uh, Alec Baldwin. But I, I listen to Jeff Garland's and his last 
his most recent podcast pissed me off. Why? Um, he had Ben Montench on it from Tom Petty's band, the keyboardist. Great, okay. great guy, very chill. And they recorded it in a studio, and Garland basically said, this is the last podcast. And he basically pee-peed on the entire thing. Format. Yeah. And and kind of not really throwing his listeners under the bus, but kind of acting like it's shouting in a vacuum. That's messed up because one thing I always said about having the perfect podcast is, A, you get Montash on your show. That's A. That's number one. They ben Mont. Ben Montench. Well, as I said, Montench. You get him. And then you quit. You go out in a blaze. Yeah. Montench. That's what he did, right? Yeah. Huge success. The poor thing is, though, this this guy, this keyboardist. Montench? Ben Montench, yeah. Is it one word? Benmont. Tench. So it's his last name? Star Wars character. Is his first name Ben? Benmont. His first name is Benmont. Yeah. And then his last name is Tench. Yeah. What's his middle name? Mont. Benmont, Mont Tench. What's his second middle name? Mothma. What's his married name? Do you have a hyphen? Poor guy goes out of his way, shows up at Jeff Garland's thing to record. and Finally, I'm on a podcast. Someone finally recognized me. And then Jeff Garland proceeds to talk about how podcasting is... Beneath him. He's doomed. Yeah. That's okay. Because he's got this hit show with the Goldbergs, and he's, you know, whatever. I got that Kirby enthusiasm money. He got tired of it. He don't want to do it anymore. Yeah, but you, what you should do is bow out gracefully and, and show appreciation for the people that got you there. Or, and even, or even, do one every two and a half months. You know what? It's not about the quality. It's about the quantity. It's not about either. Yeah. In our case. So, uh, yeah, I just felt bad because he was making fun of having to read sponsors, which was another thing we've never Bird had. Bird does that. We've never had to worry about reading sponsors. No. no. Bird, Bird does it funny. He is. He's, he's very funny, funny with it. Oh, I've listened a little bit. He's, he's Do you love the way he guy. says lady? Ladies, the way he does that? Oh, oh it's so great. He, uh, that's the thing. That's the necessary evil on podcasts, though. They all do it. It's all like uh, it's, Squarespace and, and, uh, and Trunk Club. Stamps.com. Yep. Yeah. But, I mean. Dollar Shave Club. Dollar Shape Up. I'm a big fan of um, Benmont Tench, the Comedy Bang Bang, or whatever they're. They're they know it. They know. I love Scott Ackerman. I love Ackerman. He, he's I not love good. Him. No, I think he's great actually, and um, I'm surprised you don't like him. I think he's genuinely a funny dude, and I like him. But um, <laughs> he's married to Big Tits Asian, right? Pulak. Yeah. Elias. Yeah. 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 And um, she has a Big Tits. She has a show called Who Charted, which I like, which is a very frivolous show. And we've talked show. about this. I hate I like, the guy. I always like Howard, Howard Kramer. Kramer sucks. Anyway, but they lost, um, we talked about this already, but they lost uh, Harris Whittles, who was yep. a big comedy writer um, uh, and wrote for Parks and Rec. He's just a really well, funny Well, they didn't lose guy. him. They found him, but he's dead. Yeah, he died of a drug he's, overdose. He's but dead. he was super funny on all, like a lot of podcasts throughout. Like and some of his tweets were really good, too. Very funny guy. And uh, that's what was, but he was such a huge part in, in, a, in a weird way of comedy bang bang of that show and I really like that show um, just basically an improv show with really funny people that show up that's a huge loss anyway my boring. heart skipped a beat though when I saw on Twitter I thought Harris Eulen had died <laughs> Harris Eulen of uh, what's, what's training day and yeah, yeah, other yeah. shit always looks the same well he's an old man you got the great name though Harry yeah, Harris Harris Eulen um but I, I listen. I listen to WTF sometimes. I can't. It's completely to about all the guests, and I fast forward yeah, now to twelve minutes. It's minute hard mark. to listen to Marin sometimes. But I like. I like. Uh, I, I started listening to like video game podcasts. I, I kind of got into a lot of podcasts when I've been out and about. So um, that's probably why I've player been able, one podcast. Probably haven't been able to do our podcast because you're just listening and listening. Yeah. yeah. Everybody's got one. That, maybe that's why Garland wanted to quit. It's like you, everybody. It's such a huge. 
Well, uh, I, I mean, a good rule of thumb is if uh, Chris Hardwick is a is a is a scion of any field, you should probably get out. Yeah, he really. I mean, that really. But that's the thing is the guys that really he got sucks. in early. The guys that got in early really were able to like us. Got, like us, yeah. Like, had a, they, they got to really kind of spread it out outward, and you know, Hardwick's on TV, and Ackerman's on TV, and Nick and Justin are. We have TVs. Recording on an iPhone. <laughs> I wouldn't trade it for. I wouldn't trade it. I mean, I think we we, we go eat and record, which everybody loves. I'm sure. Yeah. So let me tell you about this book my uh, daughter read to me tonight. Um. So she's reading. She's in first grade or kindergarten. No, she's in first grade. Bragger. Kindergarten. She's not in kindergarten. kindergarten she's yeah. in first grade. No, kindergarten. Yeah. She's kindergarten. that young. Yeah. My son's in kindergarten. They're not the same age. Yeah, six. She's turned six. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. She's reading to me, and uh, she started reading, and she's reading like these books that these books are for them to, you know, practice reading. But they're there's awful plot lines. What like, you think terrible. of Motherless Brooklyn? <laughs> it's taking her a while, but she's getting to the part. <laughs> so anyway, she's reading this book. I, I forgot to write down the title, but it's about a fish. Okay, and so the plot is a fish named Tish. Of oh. course, they always uh, they run. And it's like the, the, the pet store owner tells the little boy, he says, don't feed the fish. F- feed him bits. Feed Tish bits. Oh, gosh. Don't feed him a lot. So the kid feeds him a lot, like a shitload of food. Yeah. And so the fish keeps getting bigger. And so yeah. they have to keep moving him from like a pot, which I don't know why they have him in a pot. They have him in a cup at first, which I think he, is kind of mean. He outgrows that. Outgrows it. So he, get, he outgrows like the biggest. They put him like in a pan at the end. And he starts... I think he starts to panic, like they're going to eat him. Like yeah. that's what I that's what I took away. But what um, rhymed with pan? Um, Dan. Okay. No. So they took him back to the pet store, and they a complaint that most people would have: this fish got too big. And the pet store owner said, "I told you to feed. Basically, I told you to feed him bits, and yeah. you fed him like pizza. He's huge. So he's like showing him in the aquarium, it's like a Clifford you know? type of thing. But the best is so at the end, the last panel, the last panel, old Tish, that he's in an aquarium. There's a ship, like they bought a little toy ship, yeah. and it says, it says Tish sits in the ship. <laughs> oh no, he sits in the ship. Yeah. Now, to me, I was like, uh, and they show him kind of sitting, like they drew him, yeah. and I'm like, to me, I'm like, well, this is giving a weird uh, idea to my daughter that fish sit, yeah, because that does not but happen. That's not the world but that's not maybe this is a commentary on like like fat people that all they do is sit. This fish is so fat okay. that he actually just sits, you yeah. know. He's like a beast. Okay. And then he did have, like, um, he was squirting string cheese in his mouth at the end and watching uh, Oprah reruns, which I thought was, no, it didn't happen. But he was sitting in the ship. That's amazing. But, he sits in the ship. But the, where I thought you were going, because that sounds like a tongue twister. It's, it you're is. just asking a kid to say he shits in the ship. They're well, just, it is. It is kind of like, that's the thing in those books. They always make things rhyme confusingly. It's like, they're like, this would be good because it'll, it'll say, look, we're going to change you know, fish to tish, and then, you know, it kind of rhymes. The kids are going to know that we only change one word, so it's going to be easier for them to read. But really, it's like, why do all the, why does everything have to fucking rhyme? Is what right. they probably have to ask. Yeah, but well, they have to, it's training wheels. Plus, and they know that if they drop out, they can be a rap artist. Oh, yeah. Um, my kids are, like, we do all those, like, the young version of Guardians of the Galaxy and all that. Mm-hmm. But, um, so we, the actual movie? I can't... My daughter gained a little bit of weight, so we were a little worried. We got that book, Meatloaf wrote that book about his weight loss, the killed children's book. And there's a line in it, don't feed bitch tits. Which, From Fight Club? Don't feed bitch tits. The children's book. Yeah. Yeah, of course. 
He oh, it's a good book. Yeah, Meatloaf. And was he sitting on the ship at the end? You know what's funny is um, you go to the bookstore and it infuriates you because all these stars abuse their power and do a kid's book. Everybody. Yeah. Was, there, was a, there was a LeBron James one I saw. No, there was a CeCe Sabathia kid's book. Okay. Picture for the Yankees. It's like every every like minor or major celebrity. Yeah, that, they probably get they like just parlay. the amount of money to put yeah. their name on it. Yeah. So I was thinking, who, what other, like does Devov have a kid's book? He's a special man. Robert Davi? Those kind of people? Robert Davi apparently is in the new Bob Dylan video. Have you heard about this? I have not. Mm-hmm. You're not kidding? No, apparently he is. He's all over Twitter, man. That uh, guy is... You follow him on Twitter, huh? Yeah, know your enemy. Does he, um, does he tweet at people that... It's mostly, and it's funny, like, every once in a while he'll be, like, congratulating an actor he may have, you know, crossed yeah. paths with, but mostly it's his Frank Sinatra bullshit. So he says, like... Impersonation. Is he in Vegas a lot doing impersonations? I don't, I don't think he made it that far. I think he's like... It's Davi, right? Davi. Yeah. No S? No. It's not like the S is silent and his, yeah. his real name is Robert Davis so, or something. So obviously Steve's not here. But yes. That, he, yes he's, in, not. he's here in spirit. Not even. The spirit mm-hmm. even checked out. That's true. There's nobody here complaining. Um, but he's, he's still doing well. We should just trick people and tell them that he's here. They wouldn't know the difference. They wouldn't. Yeah. No. Just have him like uh, just have somebody who could do a, a kind of a half British, half redneck accent, and do like a soundboard. So he'd say hello, yeah. And then he'd complain about, and then um, it'll say like you know a movie, Dantooine, and there he goes, mm. yeah. And then he'll talk about Ronan. We have a soundboard of just Ronan quotes. Um, but he's doing well. He's wearing glasses now, which is cool. So did he used to, used to wear contacts, or is this something? No, new? but he used to. He had corrective surgery when he was really young. I remember, he was yeah. Born cross-eyed, um, and he was in a book. He's in like a medical journal or medical book. I don't remember that. He is. You told me. He's like, they had like pictures of him with his like eyes out or something. What? Yeah. That's amazing. Uh, maybe that's a children's story. book. Yeah. Eyes out, spies out. Um, so yeah, we, we, I don't want to give it away. We saw a movie tonight. We did. And we watched a TV show and we've, uh, we're actually, we actually have material that's current to talk about. Well, that's what we should do. And Nick actually wrote out a little bit of an outline. Sort of. Yeah. And I've been watching like, Unfortunately, I, 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 when I get home, I want to write for one of the projects I'm on. And, I, and if it's not working, right. I tend to put on a movie or something. Right. I've rewatched and watched a lot of stuff lately. Not working a lot, then. It's really not working. No, I mean, it's, that's the only way I can go to sleep, right. is I have to put something on. Mm-hmm. So, like, I've re- you know, I've re- Enemy at the Gates is great. I've watched that quite a few times. Really? Yeah. Recently? I put it on here today, actually. We're, we're recording this at the Cigar Bar. Jude, I re- Jude I re- Long. Yeah, I mean, but I watched it for Ed Harris and, and Ron Perlman. Who's who's the girl? Who's the woman? Drew Rachel Vice tears up in that. Yeah, they have a little bit of a little uh, quiet sex. Mm, mm, Joseph Fines. Joseph, skinny face. He's got a very condensed face. He does that's what I always think about him. He's like a he's like a, almost a fish. That's what the, his Twitter um, bio says. Thin face, Con- condensed face. Yeah, wish I was Rafe. We also put uh, what I put on. I, we watched Exodus: Gods and Kings this morning. Here, did you see the whole thing? No. Did you like it? No. Bail? I bailed out. Yeah, I didn't see that. I, I mean, haven't seen anything, man. I have to say, I haven't seen very much in the theater. I didn't bit, see most of the Oscar movies. I did not see. I have, including Birdman. Um, oh man, I see, I did see Boyhood. Great. You didn't like it that much. I didn't really. Yeah. Um, probably too hit too close to home. Um. No, it really, it, Exodus is shit, and and 
It's the cast. The casting is so stupid. Well, really, Scott. He okay, has handed over duties to a lot of his uh, franchise, like Blade Runner. He, he handed over uh, directorial duties to uh, Villanova. What are that guy's name? Is? Dennis Villanova. Yeah, that guy's great. Yeah, yeah Prisoners is an underappreciated. Movie. I like it. He did something after that, which was good too. Enemies or something? Enemies? Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, I heard it was good. Does that mean Gyllenhaal's going to be in Blade Runner? Because he's that guy's Ford's muse. Back up. Yeah. Um, the, the casting, like Ridley Scott's, his usually his saving grace is casting. Right. And in Exodus, Bale's fine, and and I love um, yeah. Joel Edgerton, Aaron Paul. This no. cast. Yeah, John Turturro as fucking main Pharaoh dude. Well, here's the Sigourney. thing, about Paul. Come on, man. Everybody wants to work with Aaron Paul because he's so great in Breaking Bad, but they have, you have to find like the right project for him. I mean, obviously that's a weird project. He, They're trying to get him into the Star Wars universe, apparently. Still? I think for one of the side ones, yeah. Mm. The bounty hunter one. I like him. I, he's, he's great. He's certainly not a leading man. He probably needs to get back I like on TV, lot, though. I think he had some HBO series that he was going to do. Yeah. He just needs to get back on TV, probably. Um, you, you, I can't believe you, you saw Whiplash? I didn't. Whiplash is phenomenal. Yeah. It just came out, right? On, yeah. You know, recently. somebody, Mike Flynn, you know Mike Flynn? Yeah, of course I know Mike Flynn. He gave me, um, I didn't see this either, but he gave me Nightcrawler. He had like a code. And he gave That's it a good me. movie. Yeah, so I, ha- I own Nightcrawler because of him. It's super nice. Yeah, he does it on Facebook. From yeah. I'm always so, the last guy to get so does it. He, does he write for a publication? I, I don't know. Free code? I, either that or he doesn't use the digital copies and he shares. That might, might be what it is. He, he, I know you took something. He, 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 I got, uh, actually, if I remember right, it didn't work. But yeah, he, he, I got something. Maybe he gave it to many. But Mike's great. He's one of the I use that, B movie um, action, B action movie I, guys. I took it. Uh, I put it on Voodoo or something. What's it called? It's like a some streaming service that I never really heard of. Yeah, you have an iPad. You just put it on that. Yeah, yeah. I still. I you know the I thing. Like I, watching things on PS4 though. Uh, so I, I I'm ultraviolet is the fucking worst. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So Aaron Paul. Yeah. Obviously, we're caught up with, with Better Call Saul. Okay, so Better Call Saul has been great. It's I fantastic. Think. Yeah, it is. It is. It's a totally... I mean, it's a different vibe, obviously, than Breaking Bad, but it's all, it's got I shared, the, it's, shared it's, sensibilities. And, I'm, you know, it's funny, because I've been looking at their ratings, and they've gone down every episode, uh-huh. but then I compared it to Breaking Bad's ratings, and other than the last season of Breaking yeah. Bad, it destroys Breaking Bad. Right, right. So okay. I'm sure it costs more, because even though it's digital, right. which is cheaper, but... I'm sure it costs a little more, and they promoted it more, but I, I can't think it's. Not oh, a, if Breaking not Bad a, was still on now, it would be the probably the biggest show on TV. I think. I mean, well, what's the Walking, Walking Dead? Dead Walking fucking Dead, nightmare. Yeah. But Breaking Bad is up was up there right at the end, and it's because everybody finally caught up. Yeah, Saul's not going to be like that because people are going to keep watching it. It's not going to be like a, and there's no like um, running clock out like the timeout, which is what have Breaking Bad had gone for. You knew. Was building up to the end, and 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 honestly, as much as I hated seeing it end, it was perfect how they yeah, yeah. structured but it. Saul obviously has got like an end point, but but it started in the fours and now it's in the low threes. As long as it stays like from two and a half million up, I think it's fine. And Odenkirk is such a different leader. He's man. amazing. He's, He's great. Amazing. Yeah. The only there's only the, the subplot with the brother still doesn't work for me. I like all, it at like all. It. Like the, even this episode, which had a whole bunch of stuff, I. When Michael McKean, as much as I love him, as whenever he's on the show, I kind of zone out. Well, the thing that you're, what's, what it's building up to and what's going to be interesting is that Odenkirk is going to become a criminal, and McKean, obviously, his brother, doesn't even like whenever he, he has a whiff of that. And right. obviously, Saul goes completely, completely uh, yeah, but, shady. So Yeah, but even, even at the worst moments of Breaking Bad, he was still one of the few characters who was true to themselves. Like, he was... 
I, I never hated well, Saul. I never, this rewrites that. This rewrites it a little bit, I think. I don't, it rewrites no, his I, character a little I bit. I think it gives, I, no, I think it gives him more shades and ma- makes him more, but I don't think it rewrites he, well, it. Well, you have to you have to give him more depth, and they are giving him more depth. And you depth, can see yeah. he's still got a bit of a killer instinct. Like, even like when he was in trouble in the flashback, oh, and yeah. he was he's always had that streak. He's smart. I mean, it, yeah, he's wily. It's it's interesting. I, I like I like the guy. There's a guy, the guy that plays kind of the um, the uh, bad guy so far on the show. Like you know, the guy that was like Michael Mando. Is that his name? N- Nacho or whatever. Yeah, yeah, he's good. He uh, was on that show, Orphan Black. Yeah. He he's good on that show. Oh, he's he in Annie. He's in the Annie remake. <laughs> he's in. He plays this character called Vic on that show, and it's nice to see him get like uh, something from that because he was really good on Orphan Black. Um, he's in the Annie remake. <laughs> Never saw it. Neither have I. Oh, that's what I wanted to talk about. That's what I want to talk about. Yeah, we will. We'll okay. get to it. Justin's looking at my crib notes. Nick sketched out the outline. It's awesome. Um, I've an outline before. Um, but no, Saul's, Saul's been a great gift, and it's, it's only 10 episodes. That yeah, well, they sense. renewed it already. I know they did yeah. they, they, before this even started. But so to, uh, apparently, is, is Vince Gilligan more involved in Saul than he is in the much, other show? Much. Battle Creek? Yeah, and, the, he, and he partnered up with that other famous TV guy for Battle Creek. But that guy's running it. Yeah. The guy that did House. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I, the first, we, the Sunday night, we watched, here at the shop, we watched Battle Creek. And Didn't like it. I, it was generic. I liked um, the first 10 minutes a lot, but yeah. I didn't see it. I didn't go on that. It gets worse, but it's, never, it's not bad. It's just, it's, it's soft. I, th- I think Dean Winters. Dean great. Winters deserves everything. Excellent, and yeah. and Josh Duhamel's good in it too. And it's good to see uh, the dude from Justified come back and get a role. Um, hmm. uh, the guy who died. Um, what's his fucking name? The, the guy with the neck tattoo. Like uh, he always little redneck guy always gets in trouble. Oh, he's in that. Yeah, he's, he's a guy from like Australia or something. He's like, the nerd with the glasses. I didn't. I didn't watch that. Oh, far. that's right. You didn't get that far. Yeah, he's uh, he's in the on something the, the D. De- Dewey. Desmond. Dewey. Yeah, he's, Dewey Crow. He's amazing on Justified. He's great. They killed him, and I yeah. was like, that sucks. "Spoiler, yeah." To, yeah. The episode that aired tonight was disappointing. You know, it's funny because like I didn't see it. Yeah. They um, there's a part of me that is very upset that Justified's ending, and there's a part of me that's glad because those I'm so tired of the accents. Well, do you know what? Do you know what the coolest serious, part the of the accents that, kill it for me? <laughs> I love it. Do you know what I love about Justified? And this is why I think Olafon is so great. And it might be because he's lazy. But he gives so much away on that show. That could be a completely Oliphant-centric show. I mean, because he's, oh, yeah, yeah, he's sharing he totally, screen time. Oh, man, like he shares it with everybody. And yeah. maybe it's like because he just doesn't want to. I, I, well, I think it's partially because even though the character's caught on and people love him, too much of a character like that, character but like how, that would how much? If you watch that show, who do you root for on that show? Boy. Yeah. Actually, not anymore. Why? Because it's fucking it's Jerry, Jerry Burns is my favorite. He's my all-time favorite, but I know his, he's dead this season. He, he, I hope they do not kill him. What's his I name? He's him. got a great name. Win Duffy. Yeah, Win Duffy. Yeah. Uh, it's great seeing Sam Elliott, Mary Steenburgen, and all those fuckers. And, and Elliott, and, somehow he doesn't have a mustache on the show. I know. They introduced somebody else. Dillahunt. Dillahunt. And then, very good. And then the kid from Critters. Yeah. Scott Grimes. Scott Grimes, yeah. And the guy that plays the dummy, who I guess I didn't see Oh, he's week. funny. Yeah, he's, he's great. He's funny. He's really good. I mean, uh, that's the thing I like. He about, might not be on the show n- anymore. <laughs> I figured he probably died last week. But what I like about with that show, he may have lived. I don't know. What I like about that show is they introduce. They're not afraid to scrap characters or get rid of them, yeah. and but they always, they always, for the most part, make them great characters before they get killed. Like Neil McDonough, who's still alive with one arm. Does he come back? No, but I'm saying like yeah. I want him to come back. But but uh, no, the thing is, um, Ava, I like, I Ava like Crowder's. Ava. I like. Ava. I love the character. They they've they've kind of used her as a crush this year. Uh-huh. But her accent 
is so fucking forced, it bothers the shit out of me. I like her a lot on that show. But, and I, I love but, the, the girl that played. Remember the woman that played? I think she was maybe two seasons ago. The, the, she was a prostitute, and then she... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was, I thought she was excellent on she that was, show. She was. She was real good. She's not dead. No, she, she got out. But actually, I even like the guy who played his kind of crippled brother or cousin or whatever. Oh, they killed him. Yeah, he was, he, in, was, he, he, was in, he was in John Wick, right? Yeah, he yeah. was. And then I like the, the, the young girl they have on the show. She's starting to be in movies all the time. The girl who was great. like the one that they tucked away, Limehouse kind of took care of for a while. She, well, yeah, yeah. She's, she's the one that was like, um, uh, she's been on the season. She, she, they come uh, to Dillahunt and was yeah, trying yeah. to get her house or her property. Yeah, no, that, I, It's a great show. It's, I, a, it's time for it to end probably, but I, I, I do love it. See, I, I think they should just basically have a show called Elmore Leonard. Yeah. And then just have... Raylan come up from time to time and have like uh, right. the, the you know, Jennifer Lopez. You know, I know I know that the, the rights are all spread right. all over the place, but well, they, the they world needs Carly that. Cardino, fight. Remember, she yeah. played, came and reprised her character from that show. Yep, yep, yep. I don't know why you don't. But play. she didn't use the same name. She did. Did she? She played the same character. Yeah. yeah. Um, they should have uh, Michael Keaton pop up. Um, Ray Nicolette. See that sh- that deserves a show. Yeah. That deserves when he didn't win that Oscar. That fucking sucked. You know, it's funny. They're advertising this horrible-looking Patricia Arquette CSI oh, show. Yeah. CSI. It looks CSI so Cyber. fucking bad. Yeah. And I was like, if she knew in advance that she was going to win the Oscar, that show would not be happening. <laughs> I got to talk about House of Cards a little bit, but okay. I have to spoil Go, something. Spoil it. I don't care. There's, I don't watch you, it. You don't watch the show. No. You need to watch the show. And, and sorry to listeners who haven't watched House of Cards. It's not really a big, it's not really a big spoiler, I don't think. Spacey's in it? Shit. But there's, there's a subplot that's been going on for three years. With um, My favorite character is played by Michael Kelly. Who you like? You've actually talked to yeah, him. He's, before, he's yeah, Atlanta, he's from here. He's from Roswell, and he's an Atlanta Braves fan. And I, I was on a Braves message board with him. Yeah. And it turned out it was him, that guy. Right. I didn't know. I didn't put two and two together. So, yeah, we have, I mean, he's probably too big now, but he was in, uh, what, the Adjustment Bureau, and he was in something else. Yeah, he's in the Donald Dunn remake. Yeah. Love him. He's a great actor, and he's, he's my favorite character on the show. And they kind of, the last season ended in a cliffhanger where he was maybe dead. Maybe dead. There's a subplot with him and a, um, and a, uh, a girl who basically should be, they should have killed, who beat him over the head with a rock when he was going to kill her, and she got away. And uh, his, he's not dead. And the whole focus of his character this season is to either get, like, get her out of his mind or find her. And that guy, the guy who played one of the... Um, one of the two schleppy uh, siblings from Always Sunny, those two guys that always show up that are hilarious, the yeah, ugly yeah. brothers. Jimmy, uh, Jimmy... Jimmy something, yeah. Yeah, Jimmy uh, Simpson. Yeah. He's great on this show. Is he? Yeah. He's funny, dude, but is he serious on yeah, this he's, show? Yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's a really good actor. I've grown to love him. Um, but, um, so, the last episode... See, I thought this season was the end. I didn't know they were... I thought... I'd read that this was the end, so I watched the entire season in, like, two days knowing that it was the end and savoring it and just watching things tie up. And then after I finished watching it, like I went online and just to read some stuff and I found out that it may, it's coming back. They may do two more, who knows? But this girl, this character, Michael Kelly, um, finds her finally and he goes to get her and, um, he's got her taped up and he's going to kill her and there's this whole conversation. It's really kind of a big conversation, and he decides not to kill her. It's like it's it's perfect because, like, he's kind of purged that fear. Right. She's her life. Her life as she knew it is over. So she's she's got a new identity and she's moving on. 
and they part ways. And it's really poetic. And um, it's kind of cool, right? It's like that character had a closure, and it's like, that's perfect. He's driving away on this, like, Mexican highway or whatever, Santa Fe or whatever, and she's going the other direction. And then he stops, and it's like they're going to wind up together because he, 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 he can tell he was in love with her. The next shot is him burying her. <laughs> it's fucking priceless. The, all you see is her eye and dirt falling on it. <laughs> fucking amazing. It destroyed me because, like, you don't know what he's doing. He's, like, he's turning around, and, he's, and then you, you see her walking on the road, and you see the van that he's in coming up. And you're like, I, my take what, was... Cause why he, does he kill her? I mean, what? Because what, what that's the only way to like to prove is completely erase the problem. See, I thought they were going to wind up together because because right. he was in love with her and oh, he yeah, also well. hated her. She was scared to death of him. There's no real reason why she would ever want to be with him. He's very dangerous and un- unstable. But the way that it was done was like, okay, there's hope, and and, and you'd kind of gotten to see what this girl had been. She'd been through so much shit. Who's this actress? I don't remember her name. She's good. She's a really good actress, and uh, she 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 kind of she looks up at the camera like she knows she hears the car coming. And the next shot is him burying her face. It's fucking dis- and that's the that's the end of that subplot. Pretty dark. It was super dark, and it, and it, it's perfect. But it was and he's a political dude. This guy's yeah, an he, assassin. He's a chief of staff now. Oh, okay. But there's this whole whole subplot. He has a lot of screen time, and it's a lot about his rehabilitation and all that. But and I didn't mean to spoil that, but it just fucking it was one of my. <laughs> It was one of those moments. Uh, I was sitting in the back of the shop with headphones on, and I had to get up and walk around. It was like, what the fuck? Like this, you know. And then, of course, thinking that the show is ending. Yeah. It's like, what the? F-? You know, I was like, I-, I wanted more, and luckily, I'm getting it. But Robin Wright on that show deserves everything, okay. everything. What and about- they and they abuse it. Like so I was reading on the boards, people are complaining about thinking it's an uneven season, and I'm so hooked by like the first season, and you know, there's yeah. there's nothing it could do to really lose me. So what about that um, show, Bosch? Have you checked that out yet? Yeah, I am going to watch that yeah, next. Excited about it. Yeah, I love him. He's the best. They said they got some wire people on the show. I don't know behind the scenes or actors or both, but they those guys. There's like wire people on House of Cards too. Actually. Wire like is a they put wire people on The Walking Dead all the time. Wire and Deadwood are like yeah. two like but Deadwood unjustified all the time. Too. Yeah, exactly. But uh, no, so uh, House Smart. of Cards. I mean, people every actor they cast in The Wire delivered. So you want to talk about the show we just watched? Yeah. We watched, uh, on uh, Sunday night, I chose to watch Battle Creek. Mm-hmm. I wanted to watch The Last Man on Earth, but when we turned the TV on here at the shop, it was 10 o'clock, it and they were replaying. Night. They were right. replaying Battle Creek, so they, everybody wanted to watch that. So I watched The Last Man on Earth partially last night. I watched the first half, and, and I think it's the best half-hour intro. It's great. It's yeah, a, super fun. And then I watched the rest of it today, and, and it's actually great because it's like two different... There's, it's a one joke premise that they turn into. They add a, a, a stinger to that joke. Yeah. Like, what if you had the last spin on the world? What would you do? And then, what if there was a woman and she's the fucking worst? Yeah. It's amazing. It's, well, I mean, not that not that Will uh, uh, Forte is any prize. I know, but watching him come up with fun ways to abuse this post-apocalyptic world. Oh, amazing! Is, is and it's great. and it's got the best castaway joke of all time. I mean, it's it's such a funny riff on Castaway. Yeah. So perfect. And that's a movie we both love. Yes. We talk about it yeah. way too much. Um, and, uh, you know, Forte is so funny. It's so great to see him, like, be appreciated. There's shades of his MacGruber humor in there, oh, too, yeah. which makes me very happy. But, I mean, he's just, it's nice to see him so appreciated, because he was, like, in Nebraska. He got a lot of accolades for that. He was at MacGruber's, taking on a life after its failure. He was great in North Dallas Forte. Great. So, uh, little cat out there. Um, oh, my God. 
So uh, it's nice that you know he he's in uh, you know Grown Ups too. So it's just perfect. Yeah, he's really. I think him and Bill Hader to me are the class of that era of Saturday Night Live. Oh, Wig might be. I'm, well, I'm talking about the dance. Yeah, Wigs Wigs are astonishing. I mean, they have so many people from from SNL that the turn even after, don't even say Rachel Dratch. Yeah, I like Dratch. <sighs> but I mean, it turn even when people kind of don't shine on SNL, they. It's like the the after like Moore, Jay Moore like he he didn't he didn't have much of an SL career but he spun it into a pretty good movie career yeah um, his, and then of course a podcast that's very successful yeah so. his new podcast I, I'm like paused yeah, it but he's podcast. about to talk about mafia he's devoting a whole podcast to his experience on, on mafia yeah which is a fun there's a joke and was that was that us with the English patient joke losing our fucking shit when did we see that together the English was, patient no the mafia, mafia. no I didn't see that with you. No, there's this that whole running joke where the English patient. There's an English patient joke in that that Never destroyed saw. us. Uh-uh. Oh yeah, because he gets burned up and he looks like Ray Fiennes in that. Everybody at the funeral's throwing up because they look at him. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Um, but yeah, and actually, that 40th anniversary thing kind of showcased a lot of those people who have better careers out of SNL, like guys like Odenkirk. I mean, people like that. Who it was kinda, a good show, yeah. I thought. And I, I like the fact that they wrote a show. It wasn't just like clips yeah. or people introducing clips. I, and I there was some stuff that didn't work. But that's perfect. I mean, it should it should be, anytime you write, I think, first of all, it's an SNL, but it's live. But they did it right. I mean, they didn't just, you know, Play greatest hits. They, they, yeah. you know, they brought out people. They brought out maybe greatest hits doing new things sometimes. But I really liked it. You know, I watched it kind of. The Family Feud thing was kind of funny. Oh yeah. Oh, you mean the um, Jeopardy? Jeopardy. Yeah. And Bill Murray was great. I thought that was a funny. Yeah, yeah. That was one of the few that actually he elevated it. Like Aykroyd looked a little. Yeah, I mean, off but, doing his thing. Yeah, but. yeah, but that was that's. You know, but he did it live. That's the thing. Is he he recreated Charles something. Rocket was fucking great. That's another person that didn't do too on SNL, but kind of had a Death. fairly, I don't know, but he had a fairly interesting movie career. I always liked Charles Rocket. He had a tragic end, obviously, but yeah. But uh, so, but Last Man was great. It's funny as hell. Yeah, I mean, I, I was so excited about it, you know. So and I looked down the casting list, and one of the, and one of the main characters is January Jones. So there's going to be more characters. Yeah, yeah. There's going. But uh, honestly, I I would not have had a problem. Well, what's going to hap- What's going to happen is he's going to get married to. And then he's going to be... Then yeah. January Jones is going to show up. That girl, I like that girl. She's a comedian. Kristen Shaw. Yeah, yeah. She's, she's always funny. She was in um, Fly of the Concourse. She was amazing. On okay, yeah. yeah. She, I've it's, seen her. She does a lot of those fucking, like, those uh, shows where they do, like, clips and people comment on them and shit like that. Like on Yeah, but she's just, like, she's just generally, like, she was one of those people that, I remember when she used to get cast as, like, this kind of, and they kind of did it in this show, where she gets cast as, like, this kind of unattractive, like, um, like, self, really confident person. And then, but this before she was a known entity, she would just get cast as like unattractive joke, and she talked about that. But she's she's really funny, and yeah. she's great on flight. Like, um, and she's been you know she's a huge presence uh, online. Did she play Denzel's wife in it or flight? I did see flight recently. It's not a bad movie. It's not great though. What's her face? Is naked that? Kelly. Kelly uh, Amazing naked at the beginning. Kelly Riley is in it. I like her. Oh um, yeah, the girl from. Uh, who was that? The Clint Eastwood movie. The girl from, um, the girl that's naked was a girl from, uh, the, what's that show with I know Jason? You're talking, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Jason I, Lee? The, with the list? Jason Lee? Yeah, he played that, it's like, um, he, play, he had that show, it was a Jason Lee show? He played, he had that, he had that, he Memphis had like, Blue? No, he had that list, and he'd go through, and he was supposed to be, he had like, 
he did all this terrible stuff, but then he... Oh, yeah, yeah. That's he's been, on for a long yeah, time. Yeah, Whatever. Uh, she was from that. She's on something else more recent, because I was, I was like, hey, I've seen her naked. Yeah, Denzel was really good in that, I thought. Yeah. And uh, it was, that's a tough movie to watch. This is a Mecca's movie. Mm-hmm. Castaway. We are back! E. Little James Brown. Very little. He's dead. Buster Brown? Buster Jerry. Um, so we saw Focus tonight. We did. We went and saw it. And uh, a funny thing, I, I've been trying to get Justin to see Seventh Son, and miraculously it's still in theaters. And in lieu of that, I thought we should see, what was the other bad movie I wanted to see? You wanted to, you see, you gave me three. You gave me Jupiter Ascending, which that's you, the other one, which you haven't seen. No, I'd, I'd see, I'd see that for sure. Seventh Son, which I don't want to see, and then the joke one was Fifty Shades, which I would never really, which see. I would see with you. But we and we I'm decided on focus. So um, Justin, we saw it later than we were going to. Yeah, I went to the wrong theater. Yeah, it was chaos. What a mess. Yeah, uh, but it worked out, and there were some trailer. There was a couple of trailers that were interesting. Yeah, but the a, best. This has happened three times in my recent memory where a trailer's on and, and like right before they announce, I said, what is this, another fucking Nicholas Sparks? And it every, every time it yeah, is. Yeah, the cottage industry of Nicholas Sparks. Unfucking believable. But it's all, his movies are all, have like this love story and then there's always like a... Tragedy. There's always either like a, a, a past element to this other love story. Right. And I think the one that came out before this... Had, they don't have the star power they used to. It had like this, the past... The, it was like the past was um, this this young couple they get separated and then it was years later and it was like um, uh, two actors the girl from Kiss 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 Bang Bang and then Monaghan yeah Mich- and Michelle Monaghan and then uh, Cyclops Pete, James Marsden James Marsden so they had them when they were kids and then they fast forward like twenty years you know? yeah it's a, it's a, yeah it's a generic it's always like a past I like feel really. Poor people that the people that they have captive for that fucking audience is just you know they keep turning them out. This one cracked me up because it's about bull. It's a it's about a bull rider and it's about it. He he's it's called the long longest ride. Yeah. So he you know there's a really attractive actress and then this guy's kind of training her to ride bulls, yeah. but he's really not. He's just trying. He to looks like the lost Hem- Hemsworth to me. Right. But there's a part, like the trailer is really long, and there's a past element about Alan Alda's character in what? World War II. It's Alan Alda, yeah. Oh, fuck. So, um, uh, so the best is he gets hurt, the, this, this guy, on, on a bull, and the doctor said, <laughs> doctor says he'll ne- he almost got killed. He can never ride a bull again. And that guy does not take that information well because that's what he's born to do. He's yeah. born to ride bulls. Yeah, and he and there's a scene where he's t- teaching her a lesson on the intricacies of bull riding. Mm-hmm. There's one hand you can use, and you can only touch it something like certain a certain way. Mm-hmm. I just think it's funny. Like, why not you get the movie where the guy, uh, he, the doctor says, you know what, you can't you ever ride a bull again. And he goes, okay, and then he goes into marketing. Yeah, he's like, you know, oh, I can read a book now. Yeah. Yeah. Do something different, man. Yeah, Listen may- to your doctor. Watch, yeah. watch Dallas Buyers Club. Bull riding I mean, don't is, work for everybody. Is bull riding that important? I mean, is that lucrative? Is it? Is he making like so much money? Or is those that- guys are fucking you? They're dope. You put that channel on, they are covered in advertising. So then, the, okay. So, but what if this guy, like, he doesn't make that much money? But he, is that his actual passion? He just knows that he has, he has to ride a bull. Does that mean like can he maybe work with cows? Something, some less jumpy. Get something else going on, I mean, you know, and then the, the, his his girlfriend doesn't want him to do it, you know. So just listen to her. 
That'd be great if, like, she leaves him because of that. So I was only attracted to you because you sat on Animal. You rode on Animal for eight yeah. seconds. You know what's pissing me off, completely unrelated, but I'm tired of scrolling through Facebook and seeing people posting these videos of people getting gored by bulls. It's been so prevalent lately. Are you serious? Yes. Like, because of the running of the bull bullshit. Do people do that? There are pictures is it, of people Is it getting, always, like, clickbait? And, and people make fun of this all the time, but it still drives me nuts where they'd be like, You'll never, I could, it'll be like, um, check out this guy. You will not believe. Because I, I could, once I started watching, I couldn't stop. Yeah. It's always that, like, Because yeah. it locks your browser. It me fucking It's like, once I started watching, it wouldn't let me click away. There was one other day that said something like, um, you'll never, like, it was like, it was some, this dog meets a cat. You'll never believe the look on his face. I couldn't wipe the smile off my face and I'm like what like why is all signed, this stuff involved signed the joker <laughs> just oh it's so involved and it's so old man to complain about it but but it's fucking it's, it's awful it's there's a couple of things that I'm feeling old like this oh, thing man. Bay yeah like B-A- Beyonce B-A-E isn't that Beyonce no Bay no what's B-A-E it's like short for your baby or whatever it is it's just fucking Bay yeah are you sure it's not from Beyonce I don't know what it's from, yeah, but it's a fucking nightmare. Well, that reminds me of Focus because Gerald McRaney is in that movie. Oh, he's complaining. And he complains about Twitter in it. It's just like I feel like the same way as old Gerald sometimes, you know. Anyway, Focus. Yeah, we both liked it. Yeah, we both loved it. Yeah, uh, I mean, it was. It's a slick looking movie. It's funny sure. that you mentioned Out of Sight because I was watching. It was like these people watched the um, sequence in Out of Sight where they're meeting in the snowy lounge right. the whole movie looks like that it's got like that soft focus no pun intended it doesn't like you know obviously Soderbergh like plays with the format and has all this like kind of time jumps in that movie and this doesn't have that but every once in a while it does feel like the like the it's the bastard child the sentimental of, parts of, of that movie out of yeah. sight and duplicity to me yeah and you said you thought it was like more like duplicity really well structure like plot wise yeah, because yeah. of the con and all that but I was surprised how first of all it surprised us a couple of times in, in where yeah. it went uh, the performances were great, and yeah, they, the I writing mean, was really sharp, and they directed the shit out of it. I mean, Smith is great in it. He's his character is pretty complicated and interesting. And then uh, uh, Mar is a Margot Margot Roby Kidder. Um, she's obviously beautiful, but she's she just she holds her own one too. And this in Wolf of Wall Street, she's yeah. been excellent. Yeah. And she's great on Top Gear, but. Uh, yeah, they're great together, and and fucking Kevin Spacey, excellent. B- B.D. Wong, B.D. Wong is excellent. B.D. Wong's great, and you get Gerald McRaney's great, and you got fucking Xerxes in it. Rodrigo Santoro. <laughs> they kept shouting Xerxes. Yeah, I had to shout Xerxes every time he was on screen. He's uh, on Lost as well, and he was in Red Belt. Great movie. Uh-huh. Um, but it's a it's it's definitely worth seeing. It's smarter than I expected it to be. It's got some great dialogue, and it's got somebody, and it looks like a combination between Kevin's. Uh, combo Kevin Spacey and Peter Serafinowicz. Serafinowicz. Yeah, Serafinowicz. He looks like those two guys fucked big yeah. time. Nightly. And he's only in it for a little bit, and then he's out of the film. And then there's uh, you know Horatio Sanz. I, that guy's in every a lot of things. Yeah, he's like saying. he's like a, 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 a he's third build a fat Hispanic gentleman. Yeah, he was. His, he he always plays part. like a he always plays like a mentally <laughs> challenged guy, like on Eastbound. Was he on Eastbound? I think he was on Eastbound. But he's really good in it, too, sort of, in a way, for a fat guy. But, um, yeah, it's a good movie. It's good. It's, 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 uh, it's, it's it looks actually, really, it's like a very pretty movie. It's, like, fun. I would recommend it to just about everybody. And it's funny, because, like, I didn't, Yeah. But, I've lost a lot of, like, respect for Will Smith. 
Because there's no denying his, his power, his star power and his ability. He's very good. But he's done some less than good movies in his, his off-screen shit. He's an interesting guy. It's almost like he doesn't really want to be in movies. He doesn't, he doesn't in a lot of movies. And he is... Obviously, they want him to be in like every blockbuster, and he obviously doesn't want that. I don't so. think they want him ever anymore. I don't think he's but that he, guy. That's because he must have he took himself out of the running. Well, he made some shit movies too. That's I mean, another... the only thing he made that was shit was recently was After Earth, right? Actually, that, I think more of a vehicle for his son, Ron. That was yeah. His kids are nightmares. He made yeah, awful. Anybody children. that works with M Night Shyamalan, like that, they, that's like they want their career to like be less. I think. But uh, it wasn't. It was. It's too good. It's too good for for this time slot, and it's too good for this group of audience. I mean, like people that I mean, American Sniper is going to end up surpassing every other movie from last year. I went on Box Office Mojo today, and because I thought Guardians won the year, it didn't. Well, it, they count movies that were released in at the end of the year towards right. that. So the Hunger Games movie passed it, and now fucking American Sniper is going to pass them both. Yeah, and it's embarrassing. Um. I did not see American Sniper or The Hunger Games. Oh, that was the trailer I liked, the uh, new Cameron Crowe. I liked it okay. You know why I liked I it? I liked it the way it started. Here, here's, I think, yeah. He, I liked he, it, yeah. he gets all sappy, as he always so does. So here's, I'm going to have two points. First of all, Emma Stone is beautiful. like in that moment, and, and super great. <coughs> in Birdman, she holds her own in every scene. I didn't see it yet, but she... No, I mean, she literally holds her own. You should see it. I love her. That movie is like a, the trailer is like a love letter to how she looks she's so pretty in it you know and she's obviously spunky and fun in movies but um what bothers me about Cameron Crowe movies and I just watched um Elizabethtown it was on well that's a dog shit movie but all his movies have this (coughs) don't die (coughs) it seems they have this theme (coughs) sorry of this guy that fails like um in Elizabethtown Orlando Bloom's character creates the sneaker, and he's like this really successful, and it, the company's very wealthy. But it's like this multi-million-dollar failure. It's like a huge failure. Um, and singles, remember Campbell Scott's character like has that like um, you know supposed to, that train that's supposed to um, like vaguely. He has this big pitch that he does about like to Tom Skerritt, believe it or not. About like this train, it's like the super train, and Tom Scarrett just says no. And then and Jerry Maguire's spirals. got it, Jerry Maguire starts with failure, and it starts with failure. And this movie, almost famous, doesn't really adhere to that. It doesn't. But this this movie is that's Bradley Cooper has some kind of remember he's like getting his second kicked chance, out the, kicked out of the military or something, something. Yeah, and it's just like that theme is tell you what the, troublesome to me. The first scene in the trailer is. Alec Baldwin, Danny McBride, and Bradley Cooper making faces. And yeah. it's fucking great. Right. And then it turns into a sappy thing. And then, remember this movie was untitled for a long time, and now it's called Aloha. That's a bad title. And it, I think it's rumored to not be very good, too, but I don't know if that's well, true. Yeah, you I, can't ever trust that stuff. It looks pretty good, though. I have to say, I like... I like Cooper is super good. I, I think he's been great lately. Um, he's supposed to be excellent in American Sniper, which I did not He's see. good. It's a, the, the structure of the movie is the problem. And his performance is fine, but... The, he doesn't. The whole arc of his character isn't handled well, so um, it's, it hurts the performance. Well, to me. People think that's Clint Eastwood's best movie in a long time, though. No, I mean Jersey Boys, notwithstanding. I actually liked uh, the Impossible, not the Impossible, the other one, Hereafter, quite yeah, a bit. Yeah, um, Jay Moore. Yep. Um, so you know, and then uh, Rachel McAdams is in that McBride. It's got a good cast. Yep. But I think it's been made for a while, and I, I just don't. 
I'm not sure. I mean, I don't know. If you sit on a Bradley Cooper movie, it seems like maybe it's not too Well, good. now's a good time to release a Bradley Cooper yeah. movie. That's why you're seeing trailers for it, I imagine. Aloha, though. That's a terrible title. Guess what has the same le- amount of letters as Aloha? Alien. New Alien movie. Blomkamp. So, yeah, I, there's a complaint online uh, that when this came out by someone I really liked, actually, that said they're tired of writers relying on genres that or movies that exist. Like, why don't they come up with their own thing? Blomkamp did, Blomkamp did that three times. I mean, he's allowed to, like... Fuck yeah. ...to play in somebody else's sandbox, yeah. Well, that's, that, 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 that's bullshit, because... And he did. He did it three times. Yeah. Okay. Another thing I don't understand, I didn't like Elysium that much either. It wasn't that good. But I love District 9, and I don't know why people are so, they, they, they're so down on him. I don't understand. He has, he has, even Elysium was... A, he's one for two. I mean, that's pretty well, good. And District 9 no, is... He's probably, one, he's probably two for three, but even Elysium is a, is a bold, like almost, almost I mean, good movie. Elysium's dumb, but it was, I mean, it had some, I don't know, I don't like it, but... District 9 is so good that so I, good. I, you have to kind of give him another shot for the rest of... Yeah, and I think Chappie's going to be great. And, you know, I, like, you know, I know we talk about Alien a lot. Um, I love that uh, <laughs> that he wants to, like, bring back Hicks somehow. I mean, that's fine with me. I'll, I'll watch it. I don't give a shit if it ignores other movies. I don't care if it weakly ties into other films. I don't know how he does it. I just am excited that they're doing it. Yeah, I mean, that franchise is hardly sacred at no. this point. No. Now, is he planning on getting Michael Bean and Sigourney, or is it... They talked to the Bean concept art was of They this. talked to Bean already. Bean, like, said they approached him, so... He's like, yeah, maybe. I might be busy. Carrie Han, no word from her yet, though. I mean, they think, I'm sure that they're talking about, like, Jennifer Lawrence or something. For yeah. Her. Bradley, but, Bradley you know, Cooper. I, you, know, you know, what I think probably tripped up that series a lot is Weaver was like, you know, this, that's her... It was her vehicle... And she probably was like, "Just kill me in the third one. I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to do anymore." And then as you get older, you're like, "I do want to do." More. Yeah. <laughs> what was I thinking? Well, not only that, it's now it's, she's 65 and, and she's like, "Fuck yeah, I'll do it." You know, I mean, yeah. there's not a ton of. She's always in movies, but there's not. She's not like starring in a movie. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I love the fact that they're continuing the visionary director, giving them a crack at it. Yeah. I mean, stick. I mean, he, Scott. That's his. Can't Cameron, Janae. Fincher and Blomkamp yeah. are all like I'm not and even I've joking. Around, they're I, all. I've let, come around on on Alien Three. I think that movie is. It starts off the first half of it is just perfect. It's so good. Yeah. Now it's I all character. It's in, Weaver is perfect. She's so good. No, Charles Dance is so fucking. He's great. great. But she, I think Weaver's best performance I've said this before is in the fourth one. She's great in that. So I, I don't know re- how they're going to continue it, but I don't give a shit. I'm just glad they're doing it. I know people were really complaining about it online. I, I, I don't understand why. No, the, the people have, that's, I, I don't understand it. It's a gift. <laughs> They're saying that it's like basic tantamount to a fan film. Well, okay, whatever. And maybe he doesn't have a script. Maybe it will be terrible, but, you know, it's, I, I'm excited that they're doing it. I'm he's, just anxious to see how he works Charlto right, into it. He's writing an action film for a 65-year-old. I mean, woman. That just doesn't happen. I, I bet you he's not. You don't think it's going to be action film? Oh, he's going to make it like Alien. I don't think it's going to be Ripley. I mean, Ripley, I don't think they're going to try to make her the badass. They will. I think they'll give Hicks a lot of badass. I think they'll probably come up with some Someone online wrote, whenever this came out, they wrote the best response. Okay. Somebody wake up Hicks. It's the best. Wow. You don't like it? I blew it. Can I get something to drink? Yeah, good. Good. Are you... 
It's fine. Justin's walking over to the cooler to get some soda. It's fine. Yeah. Why have you Somebody alone? wake up, Hicks! I want to tell you something. Might as well come out of the closet right now. Where's the poem? <laughs> was it on the podcast last time that we tried to remember characters from Alien, or was that just here at the poker table? I think here at the poker table we've done it before. Let's yeah. try it anyway. I love it. I don't, because you actually. I, where's Bosky? Is it where's Bosky? It's something stupid. Dietrich, Frost, a poem, a poem, a poem. Hudson, Hudson, Mulder, Scully. Oh, that's another thing I want to talk about. X Files. I rewatched the last movie. You like it now? Yeah, I know. I always liked it. This is so fucking great. I rewatched that movie. That's God. I'm so glad I remember that. I watched X Files. I want to live or I want to believe. Yeah. And it's 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 almost a really good movie. Yeah, it's like a Frankenstein. It's like a it's it, it's like a riff on Frankenstein. I think in a, in a weird way. Yeah. Really? It's a weird movie, but I like it too. I, I mean, I like it. But there's one thing about the movie that is absolutely retarded. And, it, and I never noticed it the first time. What? So Amanda Pete? No, no, she's great. She doesn't make it. But um, so Scully and Mulder, there's like this. There's a subplot about this patient yeah. that Scully wants to help. That's a bad part of that movie. Yeah, yeah but it's so fucking funny because she's there's this like they're they're battling between science and religion a little bit and all that. And so Scully goes home and on the internet she types in stem cell research. Like she goes into like a, a search Google's engine, it, yeah. and she types the most primitive like basics, right. and then the next scene, she's performing stem cell surgery. <laughs> well, you gotta Google it first. That's for sure. I, I uh, it is the it most lazy my, thing. It, I, I couldn't believe it. It reminds me of my favorite thing. Oh, I think about this movie all the time, which is that would be like stem like doing going on a Google and say film criticism. And then which I do having time, a podcast. Which I do, and the first thing that comes up, chubb.com. Oh, yeah. So um, they, uh, it reminds me of this movie I think of all the time, which is the Nightmare on Elm Street remake. I, I never even saw that. Oh, we, gotta, we, should, we should watch that together. And so we should, you know how we always threaten to do commentary tracks? I don't want to. We the, should do that. See, people that. are expecting us to do it. I don't want to do a commentary track. We should. I wanted to do, I wanted to do a weird watching for Distant Sound of Thunder. Let's do a commentary track too. We did. We, we did a couple, and there, we never really did one. We did two. We did that one from Prometheus, but we didn't need to do we it right. Did, and we did two. We did and another. I was, one. Plus, I was too mad during Prometheus because I hated so much. We did two, like back to back. I don't what remember. Else did we do? I don't remember, but we did two. I wasn't involved in the first one. Yes, you. you had I to. wasn't. Yeah. There's I no wasn't. way you're not involved in a podcast. I, think I wasn't. Yeah. No. So I, I did. Uh, so anyway, in the Nightmare on Elm Street remake, which is awful. There's a part, you know, there's, there's a thing that, that they, they were like, you know how we should redo this? We'll make it better. We'll introduce the concept of micro-naps when people kind of fall asleep for a few seconds during the day when they're tired, they kind of nod off. And then Freddy gets them. He's like, fuck, I have this whole new... So Peter Dinklage catches on the set of Game of Thrones. Micro-naps, yeah. So uh, anyway, in this, this guy has a micro-nap as he's, I believe, as he's Googling, but it's not Googling because it's a, it's a different search engine. Dreams. Of course, he's Googling dreams. But yeah, of course. But he used some other site. It's called, it called like um, Giga, Giga Launch or Giga something. Giga, and it's a real site. I looked it up because I was like, what is, this is awful. And it's a real like search engine. It's like Giga Blast. Giga Blast, I think. 
and he gigablasts dreams. And, he, and I think he gigablasts dreams in his dream. Like, I think he falls asleep while he's doing it. Because it, like, you know, the screen starts to Google, but then, he, you know, Freddy takes over the yeah. search engine, you know what I'm saying? You know how it goes. Uh, that was a movie that old, uh, what's-her-face probably wants to forget, Rooney Mara. She's in there? Yeah, she yeah. plays Nancy. Hey, it was a stepping stone. It gave her jobs. Her sister's kind of overtaken her in the popularity part Kate? again. Yeah. She's that's, in the Fantastic Four. She's in... That's going to help her? I think so. I like the trailer a lot. People were really complaining about it. I it's it fine. It's looking trailer. It's fine. It's unnecessary. I haven't been paying too much attention to this whole Spider-Man... You know what? Here, let me tell you this. Cause I never saw the second Spider-Man, uh, Amazing Spider-Man. Did you see it? Yeah. Um, people really didn't like it. I didn't watch it. I didn't like the first one. It's no worse than the first one. Um, but I did catch the last ten minutes of it the other day, and Garfield is great in it. He's, like, he's, he's fine. But he's great in this last ten minutes. He, he, he's supposed to be mourning Gwen Stacy. Right. And he is, I mean, and they do kind of weird, like, He's at, the, he's at the grave site, and they do like that whole thing where it's yeah. the passage of time, which is it's not that's not a great device. But he is excellent in that yeah. acting in that, and I was sad to hear that they just dropped him for for the move. To, yeah, uh, there's a, there's a scene early on in the sh- in the movie that is the best representation of Spider Man being yeah. Spider Man I've ever seen. Like the first person, yeah, and thing is fantastic. Well, he does that, um, and he does that at the end. You know, they kind of he's battling the Rhino, which looks. Pretty weak, the yeah. But Giamatti, but he's good. Like Spider Man's good. Yeah. I don't know why you wouldn't just hey, let's just stick with this guy. Well, you know, maybe yeah. he doesn't want to do it anymore or something. I don't know. I think I, yeah, they want to put a new finger. But they prints. handed the reins over to Goddard. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, I mean, he's what, great. Cabin in the Woods and uh, Cloverfield, right? Yeah, he, he didn't. No, that's Matt Reeves. Yeah, yeah, but man. he he was involved in Cloverfield. But he he um obviously Whedon was a big proponent. He's you know obviously in call some of the shots at Marvel, I imagine, uh, got him the gig, but Goddard was going to do a Spider-Man spinoff over at Sony. He was going to direct the Sinister Six. He still is, right? Is, that's no, going to be incorporated. No, oh, okay. And Somebody else is doing the Sinister Six then. No, they, they scrapped, they had like this multi-part universe with Spider-Man thing. Uh-huh. They scrapped it all after the supposed failure of the last one. It still made a lot of money, but yeah. it didn't make like a billion or something, which they expected. The, the way they killed Gwen Stacy is fantastic. That's it. Oh. Like, it's, it's pretty brutal. And Emma Stone. Yep. That's another thing. You probably don't want to kill Emma Stone if she's on your franchise. Well, I mean, they have to kill that character. Yeah, they don't. And then they had Here's the, big the girl mistake. I love. You're not going to agree with me. Bryce, love her. The big mistake. Is she in that movie? She's the other one, right? No. Bryce in, Dallas Howard's in the Spider-Man movies. She's in uh, the Rami ones. Is the she? The third one, yeah. yeah. She's pretty. I love her. Um, she's like her dad. I don't, you don't agree with me, but I don't think they ever should got rid of Rami. I, I do not agree with you. I don't think. Although I have no problems. He's kind of to some me, of my favorite parts in the Spider-Man series are in three, so I don't care. I think that he. I mean, I might be wrong because I haven't done a research paper on it, but he seems like he has set like the template for how those movies, all these superhero movies, play out. Now. Like I think Spider-Man. If you go back to the original Spider-Man and the sequel, the follow-up, yeah, X-Men Two, Spider-Man Two. It seems, but very it seems like Raimi, like just he got it right. Out Dark Man, right, right out the gate. Darkman is, is a great, great example of yeah. Superman movie. Yeah. Or, or Superhero, Superman. Yeah. But it's, to me, it's like he is so smart about and so invested in, 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 in how you want those movies to be. And, and, you know, those movies will go dark a lot if you look at Nolan's movies. They, he gets criticized for the grittiness. 
Rami can tread that line really well of like the goofy and the, the dark, yeah. I think. Nolan did a great job. He did a great job with those movies. Third one, I like it. It's fat. And the second one, I mean, there's the second one, that whole boat sequence, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that's fat, but considering what he was able to pull off and how he cast it and what he did, right, he right, did a right. great fucking job. I think what hurts those movies is the other movies that, it, that it's influenced. You know, I, I think, obviously, the movies that it's influenced aren't as good, and so it looks like the originals are weak. Um, but, you know, I'd rather go back to the probably the Rami Spider-Man movies than at least the X-Men movies for the most part. I don't know about Batman, but I like the, the recent X-Men movie. I thought that was all right. Yeah, I liked the one before more, but yeah. Yeah, first class. It's nice that Matthew Vaughn is like the Kingsman movie. Kingsman is fucking great. I didn't see it. I thought, oh, you didn't go with me. I didn't. I love that movie. You, weren't, you didn't invite me. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah. Podcast. We're really doing it. D'Onofrio is the kingpin. Hell yeah. Daredevil. Fucking A. That's, Goddard was going to do that. He was involved Daredevil in Daredevil. Daredevil such a great character. He's going to show run it, I think. Oh, fucking TV show. It's fucking stupid. People started to kind of rally around a little bit recently. Started to say that um, Daredevil wasn't as the original. The Affleck Daredevil wasn't that bad. It's fucking worse. That's a movie that does not get better with age and never was good to begin with. But it's Mark Steven Johnson. Electra, however. Great. Are you excited that Daredevil and Electra in real life are together, having kids? Don't bother me. Kissing each other, making out. I'm happy for them. Smooching. Ben Affleck is, uh, I'm a fan. They did the seesaw in real life. You know what I'm saying? What's that? Remember in Daredevil? They, were, he, he, they oh, fought yeah. the seesaw in the amusement park. They did that really. Yep. But, and, and, and if you could think about it, that was before he was a director. He was sort of blind. Uh-huh. And then he saw the light. I did think about it. But Daredevil wasn't blind. At least in the movie. He could see more than anybody. <laughs> I like how they did like a visual representation of what his blindness looked like, and it was like black and white. Yeah. Well, that's not an easy thing to pull off on screen. He's like, it would, he would really suck if I couldn't see. That'd be great if all the action sequence were just a black screen. <laughs> you hear the sounds. Man, best Foley work of the year. I mean, give the guy some credit. I mean, you have to visualize that somehow. You do. So I feel like my retreading stuff I always say on the podcast. So let's talk about something new that, I, that I've never talked about. What is that? You, I don't know. Aliens? <laughs> we talked about... How much I like Edge of Tomorrow? I never talk about that. It's a great movie. <sighs> yeah, it is a great movie. See, my biggest thing is who's hotter, Emily Blunt or Margot Robbie? That's a, that's a toughie. Both good, very good actresses, too. Very pretty. What did you think of that trailer with, for the Liam Neeson-Ed Harris joint? It looks like Heat. It looks like Heat to me. Heat's the best. Mm-hmm. It's nothing like Heat. I don't know, man. I'm not too interested. Jai Courtney? No, it's, he's, he's in the not, other one. He's Kinnaman's a, in that one. He's in Terminator. Terminator. Genesis. Yeah. I th- I, I'm, I'll go out and say it. I think Amelia Clark sucks as Sarah Connor. Maybe. She, hold, she doesn't look like she knows how to hold a gun. There's a she's like got a gun and she looks awful. I like, um, I like, uh, uh, she's not a real American or she didn't have a real look. I would like it if they have Robert Patrick pop up in this. That guy looks like Robert Patrick, like an Asian Robert Patrick. Did he need, they need to get the, they need to get Robert Patrick back. I mean, if they're going to bring back Schwartz, they need to bring back Pat. Yeah, but he's got gray hair and he goes into helicopters and they have this CGI old young, young Schwartz. 
I'm glad they didn't tread out like I'll be back into the trailer or something. That would be awful. It doesn't bother me. I'll be back. I'll be. As you had two. Front. That's what Sam Worthington do. and Schwarzenegger parlayed salvation into. Schwartz wasn't in Sabotage. His CGI Schwartz was. Yeah, he complains that he wasn't in that one. He was, his CGI was. I don't know, man. It's supposed to maybe be good. So it's supposed to maybe be good. I'm having the inside track. It's supposed to maybe be I'm, good. I'm starting to get excited about Star Wars. You should be. Why? What's what's changed you? Because they haven't over they because they put the trailer out and they haven't done anything since. Yeah. And absence makes the heart. Do you fun. understand? Like when they actually release a full trailer for that, people are going to go fucking nuts. It's going to be like the hugest trailer of all time, even bigger than, than Mad Max. the longest ride. Mad Max trailer's great. Check our Instagram account, by the way. I'll be putting up some pictures of tonight's movie going. Yeah, Justin experience. took two photographs at the uh, at the theater. Maybe three. He th- he threatened at three at one of a family bathroom, though. That doesn't so, count. Perfect. But he threatened to put them on the Instagram. He probably forgot the password. I did. It's Kinnaman. <laughs> what is it? What's uh, the username, Kinnaman? <laughs> I can't. Uh, I can't believe you like him. I no. I like the. I actually like that RoboCop remake, though. Do you like him in it? Yeah, he's fine. I mean, he's not good, but yeah, it's it's not a bad it's not a bad movie. Michael Keaton in there. Yeah, who's the guy that I like who played the arm? Oh, Jackie Rohilly. I love him in that. I haven't seen it yet, but I'm interested in it. It's not bad. It's it's not great. It's not it's not. There's no there's no commentary. To there's it. no Ray Ray Wise in it. And there's a fucking amazing shot of Robo. <laughs> Did we talk about this? Huh. About what Robocop looks like in some of the scenes. Uh-uh. Whenever he's like offline. Right. This is amazing. When Robocop's offline and Kinnaman's like having conversations with his creator. Who's it? Sam Jackson? Who's his creator? Maybe Sam Jackson because he's. No, I, I, whatever. It's, um, it's his head, yeah. part of his torso, and his, uh, his hand. Yeah. That's all there is of him. Everything else is gone. Method acting. It's hilarious. It's, it's, it looks like something out of a fucking spoof. Um, but it's and he's having he's emoting and it's just his face and his hand are the only pizza. There's piece. some and his heart. I think there's some heart. Robocop Twin Peaks crossover. You got Ray Wise. You got Miguel Fer- Fer- Ferrera. Fer- Ferrer. Ferrer. And um, Twin Peaks coming back. Pretty excited about Kinnaman. that. Everything coming back. Pretty excited about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Faith No More new album makes me happy. Built a Spill going back on tour. New album. Slater Kenny came back. Slater Kenny. Fucking the Star Wars. They brought back Gilligan's Island. Swartz back in term. The more things change. Yeah. It means we're going to have Steve on the next podcast. We're going to start anew. That's what we should do. We should reboot the podcast. Actually, we should get it off of Chud. Why? We should just have a podcast that's not Chud. Just be a new website. A new... New podcast. Like, just a like, new domain. What would be our theme? I don't know. I just... I just I, Movies? I, I, I have many reasons to start fresh. I, I want to start fresh. I'll start fresh. But do you want to have me along if you start? Yeah, fresh? absolutely. I want it to. I want it to be. But I don't. It doesn't necessarily. I don't know. Because I mean, we the, could get the guys that are running the site right now are doing a great job. And I, and and are you not involved? I'm not right. Can't I can't. Be. I can't yeah. right now. Because I'm trying to. I saw your your article on um, Margaret Roby. Robbie's hot. She's good looking. Yeah. Picture. They're doing great. They don't need me. 
but uh, I'd like to have something that's untainted for me, something new. So, so what we do? We just I don't know. Find a like meat hot. No, um, you got movies. You let it lapse though. License to that. Yeah, I did. Somebody that snapped that shit up. But uh, we were we were we were troubadours. We are legacies. We have uh, we are pioneers in this field. The funny thing is, is people come and go. We're forever. But we uh, we are legion. I just got a, a message from Facebook from somebody named Coco Quinn saying, "Hey, darling, what's your email, Addy?" Cool. <laughs> and uh, what do you think? Um, I'm trying to think. There's a couple other neat little, uh, but I'm very excited about the Star Wars movie. For you know, I saw Most Violent Year. I saw that with you. I think. I think I, we saw it together. It's disappointing. Yeah, but you know what? It's interesting because it's it really is about. Um, a guy who is trying to remain on the up and up, you know, to, to basically have this legit business and it's impossible. Yeah. And, uh, I thought it was like kind of good. Like as far as it was fine as a character the, the study theme of it, it was, and like the, the acting was, it was great. filmed to look like a seventies movie, but it's just, yeah, I should have called it a movie with barely any violence. Right. It didn't have much. I mean, it reminded me of boyhood in that it's the threat I of liked violence. all the trappings of it. But when you think about it, you're like, man, there, there could be a lot more that happened in it. You know, you could make more of a movie out of this. And, like, that's what my complaint with Boyhood was. And I, a lot of people, you know, don't like this complaint. And I've heard, you know, saying that it was like real life and, you know, that nothing, you know, real life isn't, doesn't have quite the drama sometimes as that you might expect. But to me, Boyhood was very interesting for a while. But it just kept... It, it got killed. stagnant for me. And when the kid got older and he started talking like a teenager um, and, you know, started really talking like Linklater movies sometimes do, which is like this kind of philosophy about the world, it just sounds terrible to me. And I know that I sounded like that in high school probably and I sounded college, stupid college and now. College. But um, to me, it just didn't hold my interest. And I know people really love that movie. And I, I love the device. I love that they filmed it for years I thought Hawk was great in it. Yeah, uh, I he's, he's amazing. Was pretty good. Predestination is good, real good. I didn't see it, so it's real good. Um, that girl you know, is that girl's going to be a star. I thought that the um, part when they had to, the kids had to leave the the home when they had the kind of the stepbrother and sister. I thought that was heartbreaking. I love, I like that part, but it just went to me. It just went nowhere, and um, I just didn't. I feel like they didn't have much beyond the device. It just how much of a movie the thing that bothered me the most about Boyhood was that it like killed my passion project like dead in its tracks what it's called The Youngest Klansman well to rival you know they you know they talked about Link later doing like a sequel to it like where he would film that kid Manhood yeah and Mm. they shouldn't let's not do that Link later you know I actually thought that the sister in that movie was more interesting than the kid. His sister was... They should have just... I think... And they, isn't that Linklater's kid? I don't know. That's who they should have made the movie about. She was actually Although I think a good policy would be to not have your kids act in your movies. I don't know, man. Kevin Smith. What about the... Uh, when he's in that car talking about... I don't remember much. People just... This world is bullshit. Oh, you know what movies I rewind? I, re- I mean... People just play the same I want to defend thing. another movie. Yeah. Godfather 3. She's shit. You heard her. You heard it here first. 
She's shit in that movie. But what's the space supposed to be fantastic? But everything about that movie is great other than her. Right. She's not even in it that much. She's right? not. I rewatched, there was a Monday, or no, it was a Friday at one day I was here, and I just played all three of them. Yeah. Over, like, back to back to back. Right. And the three is... A Christmas Day release. I saw it on Christmas Day. Yep. Yeah. 1990. And... Uh, Only Godfather I've ever seen. Are you serious? Oh, wow. Was well, your favorite one, then? I do. I love it. Um, Garcia's amazing. Mantegna's great. Pacino's got moments where he's really good. Yeah. It, it, the two things that hurt the movie was the fact that Sofia Coppola was wrong. Right. And he's supposed to be Winona. She's shit, too, but yeah, she would have been better. And then that Robert Duvall wasn't able to reprise his role as Tom Hagen. And Robert Dav- Davi was not in it. <laughs> and, and they replaced... They instead of having his character, they had George Hamilton and John Savage. Really? Yeah. Not play, they, they weren't playing. They, John Savage was playing his son, and Hamilton was playing the the lawyer who replaced. And Chappie was in it. The robot. <laughs> I thought that was odd. Yeah, Chappie. Yeah, he had like a couple of bit parts in it. Yeah. Chappie's in Godfather Three, right? Yeah. And then it took twenty years, twenty five years, but they made it. Yeah. Are you talking about Louis Gossett Jr.'s character? Talking about from Iron Eagle? No. Oh, is that his name? I think it was Chaffee Sinclair. I think. That's a great pull. I hope right. I. God, I hope I'm right. Louis Gossett's still kicking. All right, pull out your eye. Pull out. I think his name was Chaffee Sinclair. I'm just gonna Google. type Chaffee Sinclair. Yeah, I'm going to. <laughs> Fuck yeah! If I know that, I don't deserve. This, to now this is why we should reboot the podcast because this is the kind of stuff that we are. Who else is talking about Chaffee Sinclair? <laughs> we are filling a void. You know? Another interesting tidbit about Iron Eagle. First sneak preview I ever saw. Yeah? I oh. got to see Iron Eagle for free in theaters. Um, Chappie Sinclair. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yes! Baby. Yes! Iron Eagle. Yeah, it p- pictures of Lewis Gossett. Gedrick, baby. That movie gave Gedrick a new lease on life. That's one of them comes up. Whoots. Uh, Louis Gossett, still kicking, man. He's still working. Great. Gedrick's still working. Great in Enemy Mine. Oh, he was. He played the, he played the enemy. Or did the, he play the mine? Yeah. Remember he had babies? There was something about the babies that was weird, though. And then he died. Did the male make the babies? Yeah. Is that why it was weird? Mm-hmm. I saw yeah, that in the like theater. It kind of came out the same year as like Raising Arizona did. I saw both. Very theater. similar movies. Like both of them. I like how you, you, compare, you, you managed to compare. 87 or something, maybe? Is that right? Which movie? Uh, Enemy Mine. Is it 87? Maybe earlier than that. Let's see. Let's see if I get it right. So you compared Frankenstein to the X-Files movie. You compared another two movies somewhat recently, and then you compared fucking Enemy Mine to... Arizona. 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 So they came out at the same time. Come oh. on. Enemy Mine. I remember a lot about that movie. I like I'll it. say 86. 85. Fuck. Boom. Man... 30, was it? you got to love the mid-80s because Quaid was a fucking ago? star. And, he, and he's in a lot of movies. That, none of them were hits, really. But he's great. Dreams, 85, 85, dream, fucking 30 years Dreamscape ago. Dreamscape and Enemy Mine and Inner Space. And yeah. Remember the theme song? Remember the Enemy Mine? Yeah. This enemy's mine. That enemy's mine, too. Sheena Easton. Good song. They were they were the whole franchise. It would make a Bond series. Like each series, 
each enemy mind movie was going to start with a theme song yeah. from another famous person. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What was? Yeah. Who was the? Because it was like each one was like the baby of Louis Gossett Jr. So like the first baby was so, going to get its own film, and the second baby was like it was going to be you know Vincent D'Onofrio was one of the babies. Vince Vaughn ended up being one of the babies. Like they had this whole fucking timeline. Yeah, they had plenty of songs. I mean, they had a lot of. That's the thing is they did. They they, they were so positive it was going to be a huge hit that they actually wrote those. Well, I mean. Yeah, they had a whole soundtrack. They already and they and they were, they were really hoping it would succeed because they had a great title for the last one, Enemy Nine. Enemy Nine, yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, it was yeah, fucking yeah. great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that was going to be um, Austin, the kid from Last Action Hero, was going to play him. Austin O'Brien. Yeah, Enemy what Nine. Was it, what wasn't he geared teed up to play? Oh, he was after, fucking barrel for for Last Action Hero. He they had him. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's some, Austin he, O'Brien, right? I think it's the name Austin yeah. O'Brien, Chappie Sinclair, I think. He, um, you know, that kid was almost a Stand by Me, and he was almost like he's almost in a lot of films. Yeah, yeah, it was. I mean, that, it all. He was in a home. Was he in a Home Alone? He was almost in a Home Alone, at least. Yeah, I mean, he was. He was one of those guys that. That's the thing is, you know, when you get that much raw talent, and he was, yeah, fantastic, and even in, in, in last, he was perfect in that movie. That you just you feel sad because the box office it was such a scene as such a failure, it just kind of stunted his career right away. That's a person that we could still have. Oh, he's treasure at, in films yeah, right now. he's right now. Like he's at he's a uh, he's in tech support now. He's like at his cubicle. And he's got these pictures of Cameron Bright all ripped up on the wall. Yeah, fuck him. So does Cameron Bright though? That's a fucked up thing. Like um, goddamn fucking Cameron Bright. Could have been so bright for me. This enemy's mine. That and they got sued by Paul McCartney and and Michael Jackson. The enemy's mine. Mine, mine. No, no, he's mine. No, 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 she's mine. No, 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 he's mine. Oh, he made babies. And um, what about that? Um, one of them was, uh, mm. gotta get that enemy. Mm. Yep. Gotta get that mine to put and them then together. We got enemy mine. And then they did like the Adams Family thing. Oop, there it is. Enemy mine. There yeah, it is. They did. That was and the original. They got sued, yep. It was a rap. Oop, yeah. enemy mine. That was one of my there. favorite things. And we probably talked about this way back, but... I used to love how movies would end with um, rap songs uh, that would like shit list that would cover the plot of the movie. So like I remember in Waxworks Two, I think there's a rap song. We should find it where the the guy they probably gave the guy an assignment. He's like, "Will you write a rap song about the movie?" And he just raps about the plot of the movie. Fucking great. Yeah, I mean, so it'd be like they did that with Nightmare on Elm Street. They do. Well, they did Nightmare on My Street. They did, yeah. For what? Which one? It was probably. And Freddie's in the Robert England's in the video. Has to, yeah. I think it was probably like four. Remember they did like a Dragnet, like the movie Dragnet came out. We're see, we're so old that we're talking about movies that people probably have never seen, like Dragnet with Tom Hanks and Dan Aykroyd. And Dan, they had a rap song on that. It was like, "This is the city of." Really? Yeah, and then Hanks like raps in it. Remember, like he he, like actually raps in it. It's not a joke. Credits. He raps it. It's the city of crime. And he raps. like, And I thought it was the fucking greatest. I loved it. Well, it's because it, well, it gives you that warm feeling. Because like, the credits are rolling. You don't want it to end. He's and you get to, there's like a little extra. Just like an out. You get a little extra bit of character work from Tom Hanks. Yeah, he like raps. Hanks is still like, he, he's so good that he can't even be sabotaged by how terrible that is. But I used to love it, of course. Yeah. Remember that Dragnet? I, used to, I thought Dragnet was the best. I thought it was so funny. I thought it was... See, I, I didn't like it that much, but it was on cable all the time. So you had to... You the Virgin Connie Swale. We always bring up... You bring up, you bring up Pep Strebeck, yeah. Always. 
It was one of the greatest cinema names of all time. Yeah. And uh, Joe Friday. I uh, I hate I hate when they when they scuttle all the goodwill of a movie though. Like when you're watching the post credit song and it's kind of detracting from the movie. Right. They did that with Flight of the Intruder. Yeah. Right. It's like it's Willem Dafoe doing a folk song about playing combat. Well, why would that throw you off at all? That's perfect. He's become one of the best, though. Defoe? Yeah, he's amazing. Perfect. And he, he's so good in everything. I love that movie, The Hunter. I didn't see it. Yeah. But I did, like, he was great in John Wick. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, he was. He was fine. Great in every Wes Anderson movie. Yeah. Oh, perfect in Budapest. <laughs> perfect in Life Aquatic. He's funny as Goldblum shit. also solid in Wes Anderson yep. movies. And Adrian Brody was hilarious in that movie. Yeah, I mean, the Budapest is... I think that movie, I would have loved to see that one. That was the Oscar. That's a top ten of forever. Lifetime? Yeah, I love that movie. And you loved... Um, Fantastic Mr. Fox. Yeah, you loved him recently, even more so than the beginning. You love his more recent work. You love well, I mean, Fantastic, Fantastic Mr. Fox, Fox, like when I, you know, I was doing that 100 movie countdown, and I knew that those movies were high. Right. And, and, and I love, I love, I mean, I think, I, the, I know that we disagree, but Moonrise King is my least favorite of his movies. I like it a lot, but yeah, I, but I mean, a bad Wes Anderson movie is better than most everybody else. I mean, I like that better than Darjeeling. Darjeeling, though, I th- see Darjeeling's grown on me. Yeah, but uh, I think I think I think and I, you're a big Bottle Rocket guy. Well, I wish but, I wish he'd write with Wilson again, but I guess that's not. Gonna I think happen. I think my least favorite's Moonrise. My second least favorite is Bottle Rocket. Third least favorite's Life Aquatic. Then Darjeeling. Quacks really come around. I really come around. Then Tenenbaums, then Rushmore, then Fox, then... And Defoe is perfect, then. Budapest. <laughs> bless, bless you, don't and die. Life Aquatic. He's so yeah, good. Yeah, he's, he's... Thank you for not picking me. Yeah. Yeah, it's the best. That movie's not that good, but it's got some I good stuff. I have to disagree. I it's beautiful to look at. Yeah. You know what's funny? Tilda Swinton looked great in that Cameron Crowe movie. She was the lady who's lecturing her. That's Swinton? Yeah. Oh, she's kind of Like all tanned up and looking like a human. I didn't realize it was her. Well, she's usually meant to be a freak show, and they make her look kind Are of you like sure a, that's her? yeah positive. Wow, that's really yeah. She's kind of unrecognizable in that. Well, she usually has usually has short hair. That's kind of her trade. Yeah, but she's tan and kind of and blonde, dressed I mean, like sexy, yeah. like so, someone's old sexy. Yeah, she's dressing down um, Amy Schumer. Who wrote oh, the, that was right. That's not the camera. Yeah, yeah, that looks fun. That's one thing that after that trailer came out, old Jeffrey Wells, the online blogger, who's Douche, yeah, talked about how she, uh, Cam, uh, Judd Apatow is really pushing the um, limits of unattractive, uh, chubby or something, um, stars. Like, he's basically comparing Schumer to Seth Rogen. It's hard to call Amy Schumer unattractive or chubby. She, she's she's not maybe normal, a, she looks not, like a normal person, yeah, but she's and she's super talented, definitely not chubby because Wells is such a fucking body weirdo, and he's such a terrible writer. I don't know why people. Pay any attention to him. He's he's, he's kind of such a fucking douche. He's been around for a long time. Sucks. He does suck, but so do a lot of us. Yeah. Well, he had that weird thing years ago. I can think of people that suck more in that business. Remember that actress? He he's such a weirdo. He had this thing um, where he emailed a director. I uh, yeah, vaguely remember what you're talking about. about. Um, I can't remember the name of the actress. Who I, I like the actress, but he actually asked the act the director if he had any. Because this actress got naked in the movie. This movie, he asked if he had any beside, behind the scenes photos of her. I don't know if naked or just any photos of her. And the director was like, "What the fuck?" And he like he like 
He like published the emails or something. Yeah, it was told to Swinton. We need to talk I just don't about understand, like, how is he still, how is he able to recover from that? I mean, that's ridiculous. Um, what was the actress's name? Her name's like uh, Vanessa, beautiful actress. Like, Marcel? No, Vanessa Shaw. Hudgens? Vanessa Shaw. Uh, with, Vanessa. with an I, Vanessa, if I remember Maybe, right. Yeah. yeah, she was like in um, Vanessa Wild Eyes Wide Shut, like she was in that remake. Oh, she's cute. But she was in the remake of... Um, I'd like to see those pictures myself. Yeah, but I mean, you don't write the fucking director. Nah, you you kind of Google just, it. Yeah, you definitely. Um, you go on web bit giga gigablast and Google it. <laughs> go on, Shaw go on, fucking ask ask Jeeves. Um, but you know, he, I don't know how you and he's and whenever like um, I remember I read his stuff whenever uh, you know Clint, Hillary Clinton and Obama were facing off and. Like, who was going to be the candidate, right? And he was such a fuck. He just went nuts on just hated Clinton. And basically because she's a woman. I mean, he's has such a, a woman problem, this guy. He's such an idiot. You say that about me on the show a lot. I do, but you're not like this guy. Right as well. It's true. Yeah. I don't have a, that same hair curl. A little oh. fucking Superman curl. What a weirdo. No, he's a fucking... Anybody that writes, like, makes their living by, like, writing about movies. I'm... Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, you're... I don't make my living doing it. I don't make any living doing it. You kind of do. You did for a while, and you kind of still do. Not with Chud, though. Used to. Used to. I made some stupid decisions. Empowered some stupid people. Who? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Who? I don't know who I... I don't know what you're talking about. Created. I forgot people that... You created this guy. You did give him a voice. I give you that. But enough about Christ. Um, um, gave him a platform, I guess. Uh, I did more than that. What? I was going through. You guys were buddies for a while too. Yeah. Best friends. Yeah. Enemy mine now. No. That's what happens? No. Stupid, stupid, stupid world. So there's, been about, some, there's been some pretty shitty things that have gone on. What and, about you and? Um, I know you what you work on now, but what about you in like movies? Anything? No, I'm writing. I'm working on three screenplays right now. Because whenever I'm writing, whenever I'm not working on the book, which has been difficult to get started. I mean, I've got I've, better do it. You got a deadline. I know, but there's I'm waiting on other people. Is this one of those things that you're gonna have a year, but like the night before you're like, I gotta pull this all together on a night. <laughs> That's what I would do. <laughs> I wouldn't. No, but it's hard. I mean, there's I'm waiting on certain materials and stuff like that, but. That that's, uh, I'm, that's going as fast as it's able to. When's it due? Uh, tonight. But really? No, it's like summer. But uh, I think it's going to have to be later because. Uh, well, if they're not giving you stuff, then it's going to be. Well, I mean, I mean, Guillermo happens to be pretty busy. I don't know if you know that. We didn't talk about his poster. You want to talk about? Yeah, it. but um, so no, I, I, I'm trying my damnedest to get the materials I need for the book. But the book's going to move it at whatever pace it moves at. Um. And it's going to be great. I'm very right, excited. You're doing the illustrated Fifty Shades. Yeah. And I'm doing other stuff that's not under my name. That's for behind the scenes writing. And that's so am I. that's been. You mean trolling on the internet? I do that all the time. I'm not under your name. I got. Did I? I put it. I put it on Instagram. I was like, there was one day I was. I feel. I was thinking about certain stupid things I'd done over the years. Theater with and how much money I gave to other people that yeah I 
it just was killing me. And then I get a private message from somebody that came up with the name Nuns Faggot. <laughs> from, I get a private message from the Chud message boards from Nuns Faggot. So that was, that was, I was like, I thought I was, I thought I'd hit rock bottom. (laughs) Did he have anything nice to say? No, it was a link to an article on another website about the, about the um, Gamergate. Some criticism. I don't, I don't know enough about that whole situation. So he was responding to something maybe you wrote at some point. I think it was one of the trolls that. Oh, maybe. I mean, I. What tipped you off? (laughs) (laughs) Was it a fan? There was, it was like, you know, I was, it was like I was. It's nice to know that you're like such a personality, though. That it's still, even though you're not, you say you're not as active, and you're not, but that people still hate. Like they still can send out like a. It's it's hate, it's weak hate you know? though, because I mean I'm like the wrong person to hate because I've got no fucking power. I've got no voice anymore on the yeah. internet. I mean it's to the point where people like people like if you think about it, like Joseph Kahn had that big mighty morphin thing, which is very interesting. Yeah, the power engine. Yeah, but and Ren worked on it. I know, yeah, yeah. run and uh, Hitfix broke it, and Collider carried the uh, making up video, but not Ch- <laughs> nobody even talked to Chet. You know, so that that that, that tells me it's probably time but to they, start. You did it. write about it. You guys did write about it a little. Bit. I didn't write about it, but somebody did. Yeah, but that's the thing. Was what I think is cool is that's come out of that is that um, you you have a good relationship with Joseph Kahn, you, you and you championed his first movie when everybody hated it. Yeah, jo- well, Joseph and I have written some stuff but, together. And you guys, but you kind of caught on to his... Oh, yeah, early on. I that's mean, what's so interesting about him that I think, it, you know, we, we don't have to talk about it, but he's always kind of done the same thing. Like, his movies always had a certain uh, idea behind them. Yeah. It kind of to skewer things, but at the same time representing the things that skewer, like, or, or, or mimicking certain... Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think he's super smart, so... But the, what's interesting is that he obviously met Ren because because you because yeah. you know Ren wrote for Chud right and Ren's super talented right like yeah. he's like he had all the all the experience at film school he's a super great guy but that's kind of neat that like um, that connection can be made and then you know he's often working with Khan you know uh, I think it's neat yeah the, and I Con, think that, that Con and I wrote a wrote a television show that, but you guys worked together and then I, I, at Fox and something happened well, it's not happening but I mean obviously this. I you know I think that's neat that that's because of Chud. I mean, you would not believe how many people I've put together that have succeeded with without me. <laughs> I'm serious; it's ridiculous. Maybe that's your dude. Maybe you should be more of a what, uh, yeah, producer. I, is that what? what is no, that? no, uh, a stepping stone. I think that's the term. No, what is, what is that like? A per, who puts that stuff uh, together behind the scenes? No, uh, a, a, a hurdle. I'm a hurdle that people use. Nixie. Nixie got introduced to uh, Guillermo because you you thought his Lashkey's Lament was great. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good thing. It's it's great. Uh, I can't afford to pay my car payment. I mean, there's no way Red's <laughs> making money off of this short, right? Oh, and somebody oh somebody made a comment on Facebook about my car, like that I I took donations from Chud people to pay for my car. Which car? My, the car I'm driving. The, the Mazda. Yeah. Well, you did. I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> Did they not realize, by the way, that you have different another income that comes in your house? Like your wife's very successful woman as well. Well, do they not realize that I work like all you, the time? You work all the time. All here? the time. My like, wife works, and Chud at some point was Chud used to help. Yeah, but but, but there was always somebody else getting paid more than me on yeah. Chud. Yeah, and and I was paid a lot How of people. How do they focus on your car? Well, because I mean, I I bought the car. Is it because you kickstarted your car? I have to at this point. <laughs> I can't afford it. No, it's just like go fund my car. Go fund me. 
Uh, interesting. Well, I mean, just an I interesting story. This. I mean, I'm just. Gonna, I mean, people. A lot of people know this, but in like 2009, I sold a controlling interest of Chud to a company in order to pay to keep somebody on the site who left immediately. Yeah. And uh, and then I I made a deal to kind of start that guy.com, and so I was able to hire Ren and hire Steve and hire Andrea and hire. Right. All these people. You guys had an office for a minute. We had an office, yes. And I and I, I sacrificed my life's work really for it. And and it was an, an effort to get, you know, to kind of you try to make it to more of a legit business. Make it to yeah, take to the next level. And um, my gift to myself was, I mean, it was controlling interest of the site. So I don't own the majority of Chud. The other company happened to just disappear, but that's that's irrelevant. Yeah. Am I not supposed to say that? I don't care. It was a mistake. But you bought a car from that? Well, the first thing I did was, yeah, I mean, I, my gift to myself was I put a down payment on a car, but it wasn't from a fucking and donation. You didn't, you didn't buy the car outright? No. I, my last, I, I, I have four more payments left on it. I bought it in 2009. Oh, you're a crook. <laughs> Meanwhile, how many, I put in like 70 hours a week here. I do all this freelance writing to help. And somehow the two things, I mean, I, all, I've done so much good. I, 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 there's so many people, so many great relationships and so many people that deserve life, career and all that kind of stuff who I've helped and who have been benefited. But I get nuns faggot and I get <laughs> donation for my car as the, that's the two things that I read. You know, it's just like. Well, I mean, the nature of the Internet, too, I think what's weird about it. And I, you know, I'm sure that I don't know the whole situation, but a lot of sites I mean, take free write. They have to have people write for free or yeah. donate their time or write. Am I right? So, oh, absolutely. That's um, how it all starts. I mean, that, that's how Chud came. I mean, like, uh, I was. You know, maybe, like, you know, sometimes that obviously causes a lot of. Because, you know, maybe someone starts contributing a lot and they're not getting paid. I don't know what happens. There's a lot of bad feelings. But obviously, at this point, yeah, Chud isn't the money generator. That it doesn't generate money. So, it yeah, it doesn't generate anything. It's, it's, and you're looking for different. Well, venues. no, I mean, I love. I, 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 it has I spun before. you out, like you, you know, you. It has spun you. It, it has given you an opportunity in that you've met people that um, you get to collaborate with. You, you work on um, those press kits, things like that. You do have things that have spun off of it, but maybe not exactly. Oh no, great relationships, uh, Guillermo and 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 Lisa. Yeah, a, 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 a friend. A friend. Um, you know, uh, there was a period of time where I was friends with David Benioff, James Gunn, uh, a lot of guys who've gone on to, you know, do... I mean, Gunn, Gunn was the earlier... He's a fan of Chud. I was... He, yeah, but he fucking disowned the shit out of me. Why? Something happened that I don't know about where he hated me out of nowhere. Really? Yeah. Like, he doesn't give me Did the time of day. No, of course not. Like, no, I actually... The last time we hung out, I took him... I took Troy Nixie in Vancouver. I took him on the set of Slither. I remember And we this. met with James. And that was the last time we hung out. And then something, somebody said something to him, had nothing to do with me. And he, he said he, he said something kind of negative to me one day. And then he never, you know. And I and I can congr- I've been like, a good guy. It seems like that really. Maybe if you talk to him again, he wouldn't. He he. I mean, I've commented to him on Twitter well, and you guys Instagram. And he's never. He's like, for, first of all, he's now he's next level. He's probably oh, he's gonna, super next level. Yeah, he's not. But gonna, if you, I mean, like, yeah. Luckily, I mean, you know, there's been some, but. A lot of those guys, man. But but the bottom line is, is like, yeah, there was, you know. But well, another thing too is, I'm sure that these guys. That's the weird thing about sites, and you see, internet writers befriend these filmmakers a lot. There's this back and forth, and it's kind of like a friendly back and forth where 
these filmmakers, these genre filmmakers like Gunn or like Ryan Johnson, or they benefit from having good relationships with the people on site. It doesn't matter if it's, you know, I'm sure those guys are genuinely think that these, they, they have a lot in common with these, these people out there on these sites. They're like, they have, um, they probably are friends with them. It's not like Absolutely. a devious thing. It's not like a, a, but it is beneficial to their careers. It doesn't matter if it's, um, well, I mean, so, so, you know, once Chud maybe fades and back a little bit, those guys are like, and I'm not, like I said, again, it's not, it's just, it's maybe it's just a natural thing where they can't use Chud as like a platform for their, well, and, and face it, so I didn't, maybe they just forget about it. I didn't really evolve my style either. I mean, right. <laughs> I, I do what I do and, you know, I fucking, I can understand why list of dumb isn't necessarily. No, but that's how you also got started. I mean, that's why people yeah. like went there first. No, I, I, at the bottom, I mean, I, I just think that, yeah, I mean, you could you could keep doing Chud if, but you don't. If that was your full time job, and you don't want it to be your full time job, I imagine you it probably could still be. Actually, like, no, it couldn't because I mean, it's. But let's say it was. Let's say you wanted to devote your entire. You wanted to make continue on. You wanted to make Chud a brand out there, like more of a brand than it is now, maybe, or like it once was. You'd have to devote your whole entire. Yeah, but it it costs so right. much money. I mean, that's why you can't. It's not. No, it's not. It's not like if I started. If we had like a full staff tonight. And where everybody was working full time, like it, there's no guarantee the traffic's oh. going to be there and the yeah. advertising. But you have to actually spend money now to make money, and I don't. Where's that? You know, yeah. it's impossible. There's been I've had I've had help. I had help last year from somebody that helped well, you know, keep the tough. site going. It's tough too because I fall I fall video game stuff. A lot of those, some of the sites are shuttering because the written word, like written, it's just not. It just doesn't. We can't compete with the fucking slideshows and shit like they that. They want like they want like video, all Buzzfeed the time, shit or whatever. Yeah, they need that kind of content because that's and what then, people want. And you notice like a lot of the sites that succeed are sensate. They sensationalize yeah, everything. Right, right. No, I, I think I, we were or like blogs or something. Or we 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 were very hits. a very huge influential part of that movement. I have no I doubts. We made, yeah. but and you were, I mean, a big site. It was a but, big, but site. I can't imagine. A lot of, I mean, people today, if they had to go through the shit we had to go through, they would not tough it out. I mean, just the shit with like you think about like all the the haters and all that kind of shit and the stuff that they were doing and the the the, the access they had and how they abused it and it was ridiculous. But then also there was sites that were a lot more lucrative than mine that those guys were getting serious money. And I think when they stopped making that serious money, you kind of saw who was, you know. But I mean, the, the sites come and go. I guess I don't know. I love Chud. I always will. Yeah, I think the message board's amazing, and and Travis and Miles are fucking great. They're doing right. great, but uh, and the, obviously you have love for the site. Oh yeah, it's not. Going you know, I, I, I no, and and I'm on the message boards every day. I don't I don't post a lot, but I read a shitload of stuff. Yeah, I, I still I still. But read the it. um the, the board I think the the boards need to live forever at the very worst because yeah, I'm going to start my um I have two ideas for things. I always think about wanting to write for stuff, and I have two ideas. One of them is going to be. Yeah, I, the following. I'm going to write my deleted scenes. For the is that still again. going? Following. It's just started again last night. Oh my god! Third season. So I, I missed the last. It's only half. the third season. Yeah, it can't be. Yeah, I think it is the third season. So they kind of rebooted it. It's um. Now I, it's. I missed the last half, the last four or five last season. So what I would originally do on the message boards is I because it's such a horrible show, but I watch it. I would write these. Um, I love it. Yeah. Deleted scenes. Yeah, you did it for the killing too. I did it for the killing. Um. So I'm gonna do that again. I'm gonna really try to do because it's actually hard work for me. It's not. It's total and it's total like, who cares? That's the thing. No one cares. The best stuff that we that we 
It's stuff is the who cares stuff. But the second thing I want to do legitimately is write an article about just basically called called uh, um, killed in the trailer and about people that die. In the oh trailer. yeah, that's great. Yeah, like Chris Christian Slater. Well, the, the two he got rec- killed in the trailer for Bullets Ahead, I think. Two recents, um, which is a fun movie, uh, is the Lazarus Effect. Donald Glover's character gets killed in the trailer, I think. And then there's one that just we watched tonight. The oh, day. The Passion. Oh. Hoyt Mackerel, what's his name? Hoyt McInerney. In that running, in the running all night. Running all night. Neeson kills him in the trailer, and they talk about his death. It's like, oh man, I can't believe you survived that. You, you choked him out. You know, I'm like, yeah, Heaven Can Wait was like that. Yeah, it was. But I think that's like funny trend. Is like when they killed characters in the trailer. Like they did. Like the most famously, they did it in um, the Sixth. pandemic movie, The Sixth Sense. Uh, Contagion. Contagion. Paltrow. Yeah, Paltrow. I just think it's a funny trend. I mean, it just cracks me up. Like, it's like you just want to save it, but they, they, they want to give so much away about the movie. They, they just like they have to give away deaths now. Yeah. I'm hoping that there's a trend that goes because the, the Mad Max movie was unorthodox, the trailer, and it's fucking so perfect. Perfect. I, that, that's almost like to me, like, I just want to just watch the trailer. Oh, and you know, okay, we're to posters. I know we're, this is a long podcast, but I'm not cutting it. It's fine. This is, a, this is fine. Some stuff probably shouldn't have been said, but fuck it. Um, you can go back through that part. I don't want to. It's too much work. I gotta go. I gotta go. Fucking cash my uh, my donations. Um, the uh, the Fast and Furious Seven poster is amazing. It looks great. Yeah, it's like a close up of the tire, and in the background, you underneath the car, you see like the silhouettes of the lead character. Right. It's a great poster. And then um, when I was waiting for you at the wrong theater, I was at the right theater. You were at the wrong theater. Um, the poster for Crimson Peak, which is a Guillermo which movie. I haven't seen it. Um, Obviously, it's Guillermo. It's going to be great. There's no it looks, doubt. The trailer, no I think doubt. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's yeah. beautiful. It's crazy. And it's got Mia Wiskowski or whatever her name is. I love her. Yeah, but that's the thing. The poster's odd because it look. Are you looking it up? I want to. Her head look. It looks like her neck has been sh- cut short. I hope so. And the font they used is wrong. It's they not a good font. Comic Sans. <laughs> no. But. No, I mean, and Hiddleston, Hiddleston, and fucking her and uh, Jessica Chastain are amazing. I love her. Chast- oh, by the way, She's- this is weird. Chastain and Emily Blunt both signed on to that uh, The Huntsman, which is the follow up to the Snow White movie. Weird that they both are in it. Right? I like that movie. That's a better movie than people give credit. Huntsman, Snow White and the Huntsman. Is this it? Yeah. You don't like that? Her head looks. It looks like her neck's too short, and the font's dog poo. I think it's a cool poster, man. Your phone doesn't zoom in like mine? You should get an iPhone. I'm going to change my phone. You ever heard about the iPhone? It's like this... Um, Fuck a fucking iPhone. I got an Android up on the beast. Double click on it. It's not working. Wow, that's dumb. Save it to your hard drive. Save it to your hard drive and then fuck on it. All right, hold on. <sighs> this is it's what it's... This is like... This is like... Fucking... This is how the sausage is made, people. Um, it's inside baseball. That's a good name. Boss Sausage. It's a good Halo name. You want to start a, a website? Me and you together? Called Boss Sausage. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I got more shit to talk about. Okay. Let's do it. I don't like Evolve. The game? I don't like it. Really? Are you, but you're not playing with me. That might be a reason. I don't like it. I wanted to love it. I bought it. I tried it. I felt, I felt compelled to love it. I don't love it. I like that poster, kind of. Okay. Of course he likes it. That's a picture of Albert Einstein. Get that on my phone. 
That's a great picture. But go back to the picture of the Crimson Peak boat. Zoom in on it. I'm embarrassed. Jesus Christ! Beware. I feel like it's like. Is, my, are, my can, did I talk about the book in the last one? I, one? I came out of the closet with the Pan's Labyrinth book, didn't I? I think maybe I don't know. Yeah, well, it's, maybe it was just about to happen though. It was a long time ago that we talked about, it, or we did a podcast. So yeah, that's exciting. You're doing like a. Is it kind of a coffee table book? It's going to be an yeah. It's going to be like one of those big, thick, yeah. beautiful movie books. Called the make, I guess it's going to be called The Making of Pan's Labyrinth. And uh, I'm just focusing on how hot that girl is now. <laughs> if you go on the IMDb page of the girl from Pan's Labyrinth, she is stunning. Yeah. Um, that's not what I'm writing about. I'm just very happy that she is... Beautiful? Super beautiful. That's nice of her. That's nice of her to turn into the beautiful... And, and, and the same thing, Captain Vidal. I mean, he's gotten to be very beautiful, oh, too. Man. Yeah, so... I was happy that you know that's you know we talked about Blomkamp a little bit and um, you know District Nine was such a great movie I think and then he it's did Elysium classic. and people just kind of at least the internet guys like geeks like me it seems like the geeks kind of just wrote him off after Elysium and you know we're like God Chappie looks like shit what do you mean? who Alien Five is a dumb idea who these are people that live in five second bursts no that don't... even writers on you know other sites but not me baby but you know Guillermo gets some of that now too Guillermo gets a lot of like, eh, you know, Pacific Rim, I don't like it. Hellboy uh, movies aren't that good. Like, he, they, they forget, like, that guy is the funny thing is, a fucking he, he's, huge force. He's actually making movies that are successful and TV shows that are successful, and he's putting his stamp on them, and he's having fun. Right. And, yeah, you're right. But, but the thing I, is... But what's weird to me is, like, they want... It's almost like people want um, someone to not have... Any failures? Like, they want, like, somebody just to knock it out of the park all the time. Who does that? No well, one. Plus, I mean, Guillermo's told me. No one. He's told me lately how many times he has still has to hear no. He hears no way more than he hears right. yes. And, 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 you know, when a guy with that skill, that access, that success, that. But he's, that's the thing he, is about Guillermo is not only is he like, he is a complete film geek. That when you, if you ever met him, and you know him, I don't know him. Um, he, he would be you would fucking love to talk to him he would know so much about shit you love and like he would have like I remember when I did meet him for like the brief period of time he talked about how much he loved Richard Stanley and that got me off on a Richard Stanley kick I was like yeah that guy's great I, I remember like liking hardware and he just kept talking about how he's like kind of nutty and he like lived outside of his house yeah. and that really got me down this path and I really since then I've become I've really tried to follow that guy's work and then cut to now there's a documentary about him um what Guillermo was talking about, him getting kicked off of, and Perlman was there, and Perlman was on the movie of uh, of uh, Island of Dr. Moreau, and that's a documentary now that people love, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So, um, but I don't get it why you don't, even if you don't like, let's say Pacific Rim is not your, that does not mean that that invalidates every movie that you liked before. Like, yeah. you know, just because Elysium's not that great doesn't mean that the uh, that that uh, Blomkamp isn't worth. Isn't you know District Nine somehow invalidated because Elysium wasn't good? I, well, I don't mean, understand that. People live in that microscope, you know. <laughs> but you look at all your favorite filmmakers, and they have ups and downs. Or movie, but the, the the amount of things that can go wrong when you're making a movie. Or, but Pacific Rim on paper is not a slam dunk in any way. It's a right. it's a, it's a risk. It's a big risk. Right. Plus, what I think is interesting is that look at Guillermo's work outside of the studio system, like these Spanish movies that he did. 
to me, they're amazing movies, like, yeah. across the board. Right? Well, and, and you'll, I mean, what he, right, he right. almost died trying to get pans made, like, literally almost right. died. Right, and it's amazing. Yeah. And so then you look at Pacific Rim, you don't like it as much. What is that, what's the difference there? There's studio involvement. There's more at stake, right? There's more, there's more people telling him what to do, right? So he was going to do the Hobbit movie. He was on that for, what, over a year, maybe oh two years? Oh, my God, like five, six years. And so that took a chunk of his time, and there was no... Um, there was no um, release after that. He didn't get to make that movie. Right. So that takes well, he also out. had he also had Mountains of Madness. All that whole right. ordeal. And then, if you, and, and, and I'm like, sure you know he's not complaining because I'm sure he gets paid for the Hobbit, and I'm sure it's not a complete wash. But he he could have been making other movies in that yeah. period of time. I mean, he, he's never going to do his Creature from that's the Black Lagoon. That's why I think about that's why I think about Edgar Wright. Like Edgar Wright had a. You know, like he had this tra- trajectory, and he he was working on Ant Man Forever, right? That was going to be his next movie for sure. Mm-hmm. And they were like, "Fuck it," you know. They were like, "Listen, your vision isn't good enough, or whatever." And then he gets, but that it, what what sucks about that is you find it too late. You find out after you spend all this time on it that you don't get to make it. You can't go back in time and make another movie or put your energy somewhere else, yeah. right? So that's kind of what happened. I think I think that happens to Guillermo. It seems like it happens to him a lot. There's like a lot of the thing is no Guillermo. But he's such a force. No, no, still it happens to everybody, but he's yeah. available and he shares. Right, right. Like I mean, he's he actually doesn't keep that side, of, and that's why he's got so many. You know, people used to give him shit because he'd sign on for this, sign on for that, sign. And that's why you have to have a million bullets in the chamber. And he talks about it. Yeah, because right. like or you know, remember that haunted mansion about. thing, and right. then he had you know. Yeah. And then, of course, you, know, like, you don't realize, like, Rise of, of the Guardians, he was involved in. part of it is... Book of the Dead, whatever the thing was this past year, yeah. he was involved but in But if that. you talk about it, too, that sometimes that helps be, it be, it make it be made. If you say, I'm going to make it, then people are like, okay, we'll make it. You know, I think that's part of his strategy, probably, is to, like, talk about stuff and to, to existence. Yeah, I think it's... It doesn't pe- always People work. think they know the business left and right. I don't know the business, but... You don't know, but the, the average person... Yeah. Like, you, you have people that... Talking about box office numbers, tracking... People that would never have talked about that. I mean, it's just... It's a lot right, more... Right, right. So I think it's... I think it's... I think you want to be the conduit of information, good and bad, about your career. You want to be able to... Right. You know, and, and, he, and he's always been good about communicating with his fan base and his detractors, too. So... I mean, he, and what I like about Guillermo, probably more than anything, is, I mean, I love his movies for the most part, but he is a guy that seriously does not forget how he started, and he takes chances on new talent all the time. Yeah, like, the, what's her name? Jovanna Vukovic. Yeah, like, but he, who, who, no, who's that? She used to write for Dreads, she's, she's a horror writer, like, girl with, she's a really beautiful tattoo girl. Horror, she's always been a part of the horror film community. She did a short film with Guillermo. He loved it. Yeah. So he, he produced it, I think. And so then what? Then she's like. I mean, no, I don't know if anything ever came out of it for her. He but, helped her. But yeah, she, it's a good little movie, and she's. I mean, the guy great. That did, like Troy Nixie, for example, we talked about earlier, he took a chance on him. Um, he uh, obviously likes you, you get to work, do stuff for him. Um, what's, the, what's the guy that did Orphan? That guy never made a movie before, yeah, yeah. right? Yep. So it's like he finds people that have like similar passions to him, or similar passion, and he doesn't. Ignore them. No, he, like, no, them. no. He's a perfect example. Right. So it's yeah. just like I, that. Out of anything, is like how could you fucking not love that guy? Like he. Yeah, and the, and the thing is, there's some Guillermo's his wheelhouse. There's always like a. It's hard for people to accept. Like there's a. We just looked at the clock. It's two o'clock in the morning on a work day. I never sleep anymore. Um, he 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 he's not. He embraces that youthful side of himself that is uncomfortable yeah. or a little bit 
some people take it as cheesy or some people take it as limiting or whatever. And he embraces that because that's what drives him. Right. And you don't see that present in a lot of filmmakers. Like they, they, that it gets weaned out in the first draft, you know, and he embraces that. So it's not for everybody. Even don't be afraid. I, um, we were talking about this at the poker table. Other day, I was saying like the Tucker Dale versus evil director right, right, right. ripped. Don't be afraid. Right. But I think, you know, it's, it's, that's what makes him special is that he, he doesn't exist in our time. You know, he's making his stuff has its own, you know, uh, era like uh, Pacific Rim, notwithstanding everything else is from a different time. Hellboy two has been on FX or AMC every day. Yeah. Cause I, we like, I'll come in on a Tuesday and we'd have Saul on the night before and Hellboy two is on right. all the time. And I love that movie, but it's, it's such a weird, yeah, it's a weird film. Yeah. yeah, and and, the and, and there's a certain, like, it's I, arch if you look at it from the wrong perspective. I, I mean, think. it's like Guillermo filtered into, like, through, like, Blockbuster filtered through Guillermo. And it's uh, kind of sometimes an odd fit. Like, Pacific Rim isn't, to me, I like it a lot, but it's not, like, I don't like it as much as I do, like, his pure, like, um, you know, other, like, yeah, it doesn't matter. But he's just... You know, he's just going to... That's what he wants to do. Well, you could tell. When, like, the, when the monsters are on screen, Guillermo is in yeah. full bore. That, I think Pacific Rim, it's like that part in Hellboy 2 with the, the, the garden creature. That yeah. Huge, it's almost like that. It's like he's like, I love that scene. I'm going to make Pacific Rim. I'm going to make a movie out of that scene. That's, right. what, that's what Pacific Rim reminds me of. Yeah, like you um, work all... You, he works hard every day to get to that moment. Right. Yeah, that's, 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 that's true. But it's also an original... It's an original blockbuster. We don't not get... There's not that many... Like, if you look at um, most of the big-budget movies we get, and Pacific Rim probably wasn't a huge budget, I imagine. It was not cheap. Um, it was under 100 uh, I think. No, yeah, maybe, not. maybe not. Maybe movie, not. Maybe right? so, um, not. No, it wasn't. It was over. Had to be. Okay, so... It but, had to be. But, you know, they didn't spend, like, $250 million on it, right? Oh, so, um, those movies, for the most part, are going to be sequels. They're going to be based on the comic book. They're going to be based on... They're going to be like a new Star Wars. You know what I'm saying? They're going to be, hey, we're going to do Star Wars again. But Star Wars exists, right? You know, Pacific Rim didn't exist. I mean, you can look at, obviously, influenced by stuff, but it's that's an original thing. Like, that, yeah. like um, Elysium is an original thing, you know? So it's Inception, it's, Interstellar. Right. We don't get too many of those, so... And you got to kind of give... Even if they fail, to me, it's like, at least fucking they're being produced, you know? Although I think the Wachowskis probably have exhausted their maybe, good Maybe. Role. Yeah, well, we didn't see it. I know, but I People saw... People defended it. I liked Cloud Atlas fine. I did too. But that wasn't all them either. No. Twilker, right? Tom Tikver. Tikver. So, you had mentioned you want to do this once every two weeks. Let's try. Let's just commit to it. Yeah. Okay, but here's what we need. Some we stuff. need you guys to not just listen. We need, we need to know who you are. So, whether it be... Going on the message board thread, saying I listened, even if you don't like it or whatever, you're saying you listened, or if you go on the on the just thread, just go on there and say, why can't you guys be better at this? Yeah, that's that's fine. That's a con- I'll take that, even if it's Nunsfaggot posting. But <laughs> or you could, um, or if you go on the actual article page for the on the on Chud the news article page for the podcast or the iTunes, just do something that lets lets us know you're out there. Yeah, that's that you're still. I mean, on. We're perfectly content to do this for ourselves, but it would. I mean, we could do. We do. This. I think yeah. With podcasts, they always are asking for people to like them on Facebook because I or like them on uh, iTunes and stuff because it gets them. Um, Those people are rate are like ratings con like they're right, yeah they're so much they're, competition. They're more in it for like the business side of podcasting. 
obviously we're not, but it'd be nice to have some to let, to let us know that um, that people are listening, and then we can at the same time try harder to provide a podcast that people will want to listen yeah, to. Yeah, because we... Which we, we used to probably have a little bit more. I don't... The thing is, we haven't changed. There's nothing really different. I mean... Oh, but you, you structured it out tonight a little bit. I like that. I think it gives us more of a flow. I mean, you, you know. No sex advice. That would have been nice. <laughs> I mean, a lot of times we're eating, like, at a restaurant talking about uh, Billy Campbell. So... That's just, fucking great. <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> that shit gets me hard. Um, Actually, you know, I, was, I keep trying to put together a greatest hits thing, and I listen to old podcasts, and, and the stuff that rips my, like, I'm, I'm sitting there laughing at our own shit, right. but it's the fucking, I, we need more computer voices. Oh, totally. That's one thing people always clamor for, computer voices. No, those computer voices make me laugh like a that fucking baby. I mean, we laugh, they, let's be honest, we're the biggest fans of us. So yeah, oh yeah. You don't have to be the but biggest I think, fan. But I think, you, I think you have to be. Guillermo's his biggest fan. Yeah. And, uh. I think you know, with with you know, if their life was in the line, a lot of a lot of people. I got some criticisms of me if we want to go through them, but I'm also a fan of myself. I got problems with me though. Oh, uh, but, uh, but no, as people, we're awful. But I'm saying like yeah. when, when we're making something, it's like you know, you want to be you want to be that. You, I mean, yeah, I think I, you like, have to be. I, I hate just, those artists and like oh, I don't listen. I don't watch my own shit. I don't listen to my own shit. But you know, we have to. That's the thing is, I think the important thing with podcasts, and it's hard for anybody. And we don't. We're not in it. It's not a business for us. Like it's not. You don't like, think Emerald eats his own food? I ate at Emerald recently. I bet you Vegas. Did. It's good. Um, uh, is it that you just kind of need at least a little bit of feedback? We have to commit to putting out a podcast. Yeah, but it, we have to. That's why we have to try to commit. To, I mean, it'd be perfect. If we could do it once a week, but I think that's probably too hard. Let's try twice. A week. I, my twice. assistant doesn't work most it's weekdays, so I like. Yeah, but the thing is, is, it's one thing to sit here and talk, and it's another thing to edit it, master it, put it up, yeah. do the do the XML, post it on every social site, and wait. So all we ask is, you know, obviously I'd love some donations because I'm late on my car payment, but other than that. <laughs> I'd like just just do some feedback. You guys get a set of gifts. I mean, that's why we do it. Yeah, I mean, gifts. G I F S. Anyway. And uh, make. We'll bring back Steve. Steve, I talked to Steve. I talked to Steve. Steve and I hook up every Saturday, and we end up being lazy because Steve's not a. Wearing glasses now. Steve's wearing glasses now, but usually Steve doesn't want to do anything. He doesn't even want to leave the house if we can avoid it. And I'm trying to expand. I can't. I can't sit around too long without, especially since that's like my f- day off. But uh, we'll get there, folks. Just just let us know that you're still in, having a big dick for us. Maybe in two weeks. Another one of these bad boys. Maybe two weeks. Two weeks. Total recall. One way to know where taste buds go To find their happy place A place like Valhalla Sip loaded with protein Magnesium and arginine Made with love and tenderness On a farm just south of heaven Futterman's Place Where peanuts dance like fairies Fucking fairies Lightly salted, not in the loafers. Butterman's beef.
French shrimp. <laughs>